0: Kinda like the brown voices where people start pooing. Cause I mean if you had the power of the brown note with your headphones, <clears throat> you could like win every game. That's like the latest in gamer gear. Ooh. Or well, the version two or Yeah, you can't talk about it. I can. It makes it makes blues clues appear. And, like, there's a new guy who's the new, like, blue buddy. Yeah. You know, the new human.
1: I saw the Twitter <coughs> clip of him talking, calling the up, up the other two for help.
0: I don't trust him. He's not good enough. He had to call for help. The other Blue's Clues guys, they never had to call for help. I don't know if they did. I, I didn't watch Blue's Clues. I'm pretty Clues. sure this guy might have called for help. So everyone's just a failure compared to the first one.
1: The first one didn't have anybody else to rely on. Blue, my, was Blue, his dog,
0: to start, and then he was and Then, So, was he a bad dog owner? Where he's just like, I don't want this dog anymore. And it's either I put the dog to sleep, or I don't know, if somebody wants it, take this cartoon dog. Otherwise, Glue Factory.
1: Oh, and before just...
0: you say, they, horses are Glue Factory, so are cartoon dogs. Not real dogs, but cartoon ones.
1: I know that <clears throat> there was a reference to him becoming a detective because that was. What he was dressed up as in the... <clears throat> where, there you
0: are. I thought he was already a detective. Detecting all those clues with blues.
1: Man, that's a show that you watch when they were high, and I don't get high, so...
0: I was watching a stream of a game over the last few days, like a really bad um, stream of a really bad game, and somebody asked the guy... Coke, Coke, or... Coke sounds good. Somebody in chat asked the guy, like, would this game be good if you were high or drunk and you like, actually I got high before the stream? No. It's not better high. <clears throat> True shame is my work drug tests.
1: Random or is it just when you, before you get hired?
0: <clears throat> before you get hired and with cause. Okay. <gasps> Even though it's legal in this state, and it should be legal on the national level for fuck's sake, but, yeah, my work will drug test when you're hired and with cause. Which is dumb. Mm-hmm. I have people try and give me a new job, yes. I think.
1: I have, to, be, I have been
0: paying <laughs> Out of the blue, the a headhunter contacted me going, Hey, there's a an opportunity to weed a department. And it's like...
1: Not to weed a
0: department. I'm used to any time a headhunter contacts me, they go... Yeah, it's a six month contract job, which has the potential to be a, a long term full position. And it's like, How about now? <clears throat> on one hand, I have guaranteed benefits right now. Yeah. Contract, you don't even have good benefits when you have benefits. But second off, you want somebody to lead a department, but you're not going to hire them outright. That's- I mean, it's one thing if you're bringing in, yeah, we need an associate one. And it's like, we wanna bring you in, contract first, then hire you. And it's like, okay, that's all fair. Although it's kinda of bullshit still. But if you want somebody to lead a department, you don't go, you know what? I want you to lead a department, but we don't trust you enough to give you the job. Plus also Washington State's so, a you know, right to work sp- yeah. yeah. They could fire you at will. Mm-hmm. Not to mention most companies have either a ninety day or a hundred and eighty day evaluation after you're hired where that might as well be your contract term. Like, I have known people who did not quite meet what was needed for a job, so after the 90-day or 180-day, they're pretty much told, hey, you're not quite matching what we need. We want to know, do you even feel like this is a match for what you want? I've seen either amicable, both sides going, all right, you know what, now that you say that, yeah, I don't. Can I stay here for a short time while I look for another position? And sometimes it's nice and good. I've seen non-amicable where it's like, okay, we're going to fire your ass. Yep. But at least if they fire your ass, yeah, you get that government cheese. If you quit, you don't get that. Thing that sucks is this job that I'm like in the running for. It sounds like a really good job. But it is entirely, it sounds like entirely government-grant-funded science place. And you know what they say we're going to have in the next few months. Recession. And what happened during the last big recession to government grants for science? They cut them. A lot of labs went out of business. And then, over time, they never restored the funding, so it became the new normal. And considering how much our country currently has no fucks to give about STEM... They're going to cut more funding, which will suck, because science is good. It
1: is. According to one bill, nigh, it rules.
0: Science rules. I mean, he even decided to make himself out of science. He's a science guy.
1: He's his name.
0: But it's like, I don't know if I want to take a job if the position can disappear overnight. Or, I should say, in, like, 24 months, give or take. Because, meanwhile, I have a job where I have a lot of security... Although, at the same time, my current job is boring as hell because our department is about two and a half times the size it should be. Which means we don't have anything to ever be doing all the time. So I just sit around bored. Being bored at work sucks. I mean, you still get paid, but it's like you can only read so much like Gizmodo and Kotaku and Deadspin and BBC.
1: There's always infinite pornography to watch.
0: No, my work, like, they, they block that for some reason. They frown upon it. They even block Twitch. They don't block YouTube. So I could watch people's, like, Twitch videos that have been archived onto YouTube. But I can't watch Twitch. So it's like, I'll get a notification. Hey, half coordinated is streaming, um, Earth Defense Force 5. And it's like, I'd love to watch that. I guess I'll just see if I could find an archive of, like, yesterday or the day before stream.
1: That's, yeah. <clears throat> mean I I can't, I don't have that problem, so, but I can sympathize. Not being able to watch Giant Bomb Infinite, that would be, that would be uh, hard for me on a day-to-day basis, because that's usually what I have on in the background when I'm working, so, unless I'm watching something specific.
0: I mean, worst case scenario, I can pull out my phone, like, set it up same, but, but it's not the same. No. It's like a little screen, and mm-hmm. you try and get it set up where it's going to be, like, in your line of sight, and not, like, fall down, or... Yeah, workplaces should not block internet sites. So I started watching a new show. Okay. It's kind of an old show, as in like it came out a couple months ago or a few months ago. Did you guys see any of Years and Years? No.
1: I know it's an an HBO show.
0: It's just like with um, His Dark Materials. It's a BBC-HBO like joint thing. Mm -hmm. So it's from... Uh, Russell T. Davies, who was showrunner of Doctor, Doctor who. who for yeah. a while. He also did Torchwood. Uh-huh. And pretty much this whole show came about from Torchwood, um, Children of Earth, which was, I believe, their third season, which uh-huh. he came up with this idea that was very political. It's a lot about like, you know, politicians and how dumb politics are getting and how corrupt it is. So years and years starts, it's a British family, think like modern family, as in it's multiple generations of one family. Mm -hmm. And so there's, um, it pretty much starts with the, um, youngest sister of like the, the 30 something part of the family. The youngest sister is giving birth. She gives birth to a kid, and the middle sibling, her uh, brother, is holding the kid. And people are saying, like, man, you look like you should have a kid. And he's like, I don't know if I'd want to do that. The world's kind of fucked. And so he's like, man, I don't even know. What is the world going to be like when he's our age 30 years from now? Or even 10 years, 5 years? And so he starts doing, like, a fast forward of showing a few small things going on in the world set around... That kid's uh first birthday, and then his second birthday, and then gets to like scenes of uh the news where it's Donald Trump got re-elected to a second term and continues fast forwarding along while things are going crap, like Ukraine everything goes completely out of control, where ninety-seven percent of their citizens vote to join Russia, which, you know, they're like, that is a bullshit number. And meanwhile the other three percent are either being tortured or fleeing as refugees to other countries, including there's a refugee camp that is center on the show in England. And then also there's um, like a China sets up a artificial island about 75 miles off their coast. And eventually the U.S. starts having hostilities over who has claim to that island because Donald Trump is like, I want to buy Greenland and I want to buy fake island. And then there's like a entertainer type of person, kind of a Donald Trump equivalent in England, who keeps showing up for elections but never gets elected. At one point, she goes, you know, I just worry about the U.S., tell the truth, because, I mean, it's the last days of Donald Trump's presidency. He can't be reelected another time. There's only four days left. What is he going to do? And then right then, it cuts to U.S. doing nuclear bombing of that artificial Chinese island because Trump claims it's a nuclear silo. And that's pretty much where the show sets up. It's kind of crazy and a little too real in a lot of ways. And England gets pulled into the, the war because pretty much the U.S. was buddy-buddy enough with the U.K. to kind of get them to agree that they're friends in this war. It's crazy. Kind of too real. Kind of really good.
1: Speaking of too real, Dan and I watched Mind Hunter season two on Netflix. Did they Hours. actually
0: find the mind? Did they hunt it down?
1: It's not that kind of show, Kevin.
0: Like they get the good guns, no. shoot the mind. No. Oh, more traps, no. knives, hunting knives.
1: It's a lot of looking at files and then interviewing serial killers, and then going, does this fit the unsub <clears throat> profile? It's not fit the profile. It's not fit the unsub. What is it? What do we know about our unsub, Dan? What do we know? Yeah, serial killers rarely cross racial lines. Okay. What else do we know, Dan? Uh, <clears throat> probably a guy. Okay. For sexual gratification from his murders. Uh huh.
0: That sounds revisit, about right.
2: They revisit their sites to relive their murders.
0: So they're not lightning because they strike twice.
1: That's yeah, sure. Um, show's really good. Uh, this was Dan's second time watching it, um, but man. You learn some horrifying historical things about our country mm. when you watch a show like this, because they talked about um, a serial killer in. All right.
0: Um. I don't know. what She was. Trying Amazon's to say. listening to us.
1: Um, oh. There was apparently a like a, a well. I, I don't know. Would you call it well known, Dan? I, I mean, mean, it was at up the, to the time, president. Yeah. It's
2: just it's just not famous now. Not famous
1: now, but uh, in Atlanta there was a serial killer who killed upwards of 30 people mostly children mostly children mostly african american children i might
0: know this one
1: um they caught somebody for who they thought was the person responsible for a majority of the crimes not all of them um but only convicted him for two of the killings there was two right that he got convicted for and the two adults and they were the adults not the children Um but apparently yeah, like Dan said, this was national news at the time in the early eighties. Like we know about Green River, we know about you know, Dan knows a lot more about BTK than I ever thought I heard of. I just heard the name and knew that he was a serial killer. But like yeah, like you know those names, but this person, don't forget
0: Gacy. He was a clown. Yeah, there
1: we go. Um, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, right? I mean, he's making zombies. Yeah. So Bundy. there's yeah Ted Bundy. There we go. Um, Al Bundy's less successful brother. But like this, this in a way, sometimes more successful.
0: But he only did two touchdowns in one game.
2: Yeah, he made a lot of
0: touchdowns. <laughs> Just of spread out over more games. <laughs> he got
1: broke out of prison. <laughs> he got people uh, into the end zone of their lives. <clears throat> that bad? Is like too bad? It's Ooh,
2: too dark. Boy. Uh, he prowled around U Dub. Yeah. Um Who didn't? Pacific Northwest Zone.
0: Which one? Ted Ted yeah. Bundy. Because Ted there's Ted Green it, River. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're a coworker. <laughs> yeah. Hey.
2: Um, he was caught before <laughs> I started working there.
1: But the show is beautifully shot, like of course, because David Fincher's involved. Um the actors mm. are really good. The guy who plays uh, Bill, Tench? Bill Tench. Tench needs more work because he has evolved into that kind of actor who you're like I should you should see him in more stuff. He's really good in this. Yeah. What, um, is in, what, is he, what else was he in? He didn't do a. He's done like bit parts and other things. Um, <sighs> but like the only thing, the thing I know him from honestly uh, is a uh, uh, is the that movie The Losers, which had like Chris Evans. Uh, He's not a loser. No, but it was based on a comic book. Um, I just can't remember the actor's name. But yeah, it it was it was very good. It was a very good season. Yeah, they do a really good job of like it seemed like they were doing a good job of progressing the 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 premise of the show forward because a lot of the first season was about like oh learning about what serial killers do and this season was more about like putting it into practice. Or seeing what they could put into practice, honestly, based on what they had. Um, Holt Mac- Mac- Maca- Macaulay. Macalaney. Macaulay.
0: Macaulay Culkin?
1: Yes, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, he was in Fight Club. He was the mechanic in Fight Club. The Whoa. one who was fighting the, the priest, if I remember correctly. Nice. Yeah. Um, trying to see if I recognize anything else that he was in. Apparently he was <clears throat> in Jack Reacher, one of the Jack Reacher movies. Yeah, he's a definite character. Character, actor. yeah. <clears throat> Um yeah, nothing else I'm really recognizing here is like super famous. But yes. Yeah, very good. Um then also we watched Glow season three, which if you <clears throat> are a fan of ladies wrestling or eighties themed shows, it's quite good. Um their soundtrack is always is, is always excellent. Um it's always funny to see Mark Marin basically playing himself in a show or as close an approximation to himself. Um but yeah, that was, those are both short enough series. They're not the Netflix, it must be 13 episodes long. They're both less than 10, I believe. I think Glow is 9, and then Mindhunter is 9 as well. So.
0: so I'm only one episode into years and years, but that's another thing that's good about it. You could tell it's from BBC. It's a Russell T. Davies thing because it is six episodes. Yep. It is short and to the point. That's what killed so many Netflix like Marvel shows that could have been a lot better than they were is you don't need thirteen episodes. Why is thirteen the magic number?
1: This actor sorry, the actor from Bill Tench uh, was also in Alien Three, apparently. Well he gets around. That's that's uh, everyone oh, makes mistakes. Maybe. Yeah. You just take you take the you take the
2: jobs where you can.
0: Ron Perlman was in Alien Resurrection. Everyone makes mistakes. Even By the way, since it's not video game news Uh-oh. i have news news okay his dark materials is going to premiere november 3rd in british yes. lands in with british bbc lands. British <laughs> lands. in the british lands i don't Empire. know what to call them anymore because they're completely fucked the because sun of brexit never sets on the bbc <laughs> on the bbc lands yeah. Yeah. and then it'll be on november 4th on hbo which is I, the human I, I box guess it office it makes sense
1: but it's just, it's, I wonder if it's going to have the same problem that Game of Thrones did, where they start, they were, in the beginning, were very rigid about their, like, streaming services being like, no, you can't access the actual episode until it starts airing in your time zone, and then they realized, no, that's probably a mistake. When when it starts airing on the East Coast... Now it's we pirating. Should, we should probably just let it go onto the West Coast as well.
0: Although uh-huh. they're kind of... So the one that's weird is Last Week Tonight. So... I remember Game of Thrones, we would watch it on Sundays at, like, 5. Like, 6, because it
1: would premiere at 9, and then, yeah, like...
0: We'd get sometimes, like, 5.30. Like, we'd be sitting down to dinner, yeah. and it's like, let's go ahead and put Game of Thrones on. And it's like, this is cool. <laughs> Last Week Tonight never seems to stream before it's West Coast stream. It's weird. In fact, sometimes, at least going through the HBO channel on Amazon, sometimes it doesn't stream until a little after it's already done on HBO. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? That's about the one show I count on from HBO. love that show.
1: It's quite good. Don Oliver is very, very funny. I'm glad he has a platform mm. and has continued to evolve the, the medium of shining a light on...
0: How fucked lose, up things are. But also, you know... Not picking the necessarily most topical, no. over-covered things. Instead, finding the things that no one's paying attention to that are bad. Yeah. Because everything's bad. Including Dan or, or, or losing go, Dan? body parts.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <gasps> find it later. Have to find it later. Anyways. That was pretty much all the regular stuff. That was on the the streaming services. I know Watchmen comes out next month, right? I believe is October for the premiere date for that. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I'm
0: hoping it's good. I yeah. just
1: it's, the trailers look make it look good. I'm actually excited to watch that, um, specifically because they're not taking place. They're not rehashing the story of the comic. Um,
0: I mostly... just always get worried about certain you know certain comic creators. Their works never get translated. Good.
1: But it's got a good cast, too. So, I trust... But this is not his work. Yeah.
0: Well, I it. mean derivative from, because, man, yeah. what DC start well, to do mind. with Watchmen recently? bone
1: Dan. <clears throat> Dan and Lindelof direction. So, we're gonna... Nah, just kidding. I'm not gonna have
0: it. Gonna... Yeah, it's...
1: That's fine. The first, it'll, the first and third first season's <laughs> gonna be exquisite, and then we're just gonna be like, all right. That was first fun. and third seasons are gonna be
0: great. Don't worry; they have the ending already planned out, mm-hmm. and it'll become obvious on the last season when it's like they're just pulling shit out of midair, aren't they?
1: I still remember, Dan? You met when we when that, se- that show first came out, and you caught up, and you were telling us about it. I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's watch this. All right, here we go. It's all my then, fault. Then the first episode with Saeed, where they they're sailing around the island. And say so makes that comment about the, the yes, statue's yeah, toes, and I was like, "All right, here we go." Never, never resolved.
2: No, never talked about ever again. I'm not concerned for the statues, but why it only has four toes. It's like cool.
0: That is going to be awesome. Yeah,
3: when no, aliens.
0: and remember early on the fan theory—it it, pretty much it's purgatory. And they're like, no, it's not purgatory. Went kept repeating, it's not purgatory. And then at the end, it's purgatory. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Um, but yeah, His Dark Materials. Yeah, that should be cool. I
0: that mean, looks like it should be good.
1: Hopefully, we'll actually get to the end of the first book with this series, unlike the movie. <clears throat> Where they they fucking pushed out, just didn't even want to go there.
0: You know, it's a little too dark if we go to the very end of first book, so let's end like a chapter early. It's
1: and, really
2: dark move series that's called His Dark Materials. Kind of dark, yeah.
0: My no, favorite we're thing call it the Golden Compass. Can we like? My favorite thing was how they kept. They marketed that movie in the, the, you know, the actual movie movie. They marketed that like it's good for kids. Not necessarily super young kids, but, you know, 10 year olds. They should see this. And it's like, oh no, they're kind of young adult novels, I guess, but it's kind of fucked up for kids. Especially if you go from being just words on a page to, like, full-on showing what it should have shown.
1: Although you did point out something uh, that I hadn't thought about until you, you mentioned it, Dan. That it's the only cons- the concern that you had yeah, about it. Yeah, I
2: haven't shown any of the demons talking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Is I don't it, know. Is it just a surprise? Like, is it... I, I, wonder,
2: I wonder if I... I mean, my theory is is that they're still working on the effects, yeah, and then they don't want to show them actually talking because if it looks <clears throat> kind of jacked up, it's going to become an internet yeah. meme. Cause yeah, animals talking are weird anyway, so they want to. What's funny make is make it not <laughs> become a joke before it before yeah. before it airs, and then it'll still be joke.
0: So What's great sense. though are the times when people aren't smart enough to think that way, and they show stuff way too early, and becomes like an internet joke but then it ends up no 6 months later when it premiered no they actually didn't clean it up like oh, yeah. inhumans medusa's hair the first production shots they showed and it's like that looks horrible and, and people joked about but some people would be like you know it's not coming out for another 9 months give them a chance then 9 months later it's like oh that looks horrible and then they shaved her bald yeah they do that sometimes i don't
1: know Bird didn't come in and steal it. I know that much. So yes, unless that bird was clever. It's been a few weeks since we all got together and chatted about random world type events and video games. Dan, how was the other side of the world? By the way, was it far Far away? Yeah,
2: far away. I had one of my longest ever treks. I left here at ten o'clock in the morning Pacific Coast Time. Spent three hours in the airport. Twelve hours on a plane. Another hour in Korea, another four hours to Manila, another six hours in the airport, another hour and a half in the in the air. Oh God! And then another one and a half hours to my mom's house. So I don't know what that is. All I know is that it's f-
1: God. I didn't realize you were in the airport six hours in Manila.
2: Yeah. Well, probably longer. No, we landed at nine thirty, and then my flight wasn't until four thirty. So yeah, six hours. That was a long time.
1: Seven. I was, I was
2: going a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Did time dilate for you? Did you start to get tunnel vision? I mean, it was good. My brother was there, so at least okay. I had somebody to talk to. Oh, okay. and I
2: wasn't then. just lost in my thoughts for a whole 30 something hours. <clears throat> so that was crazy. Um and course cool.
0: to time travel to different days.
2: The cool thing is yeah, yeah, it was basically <laughs> I left on a Tuesday, got there got got into my mom's house Mama. Thursday on Thursday morning. Oh god. And you're just like what happened to Wednesday? <laughs> what happened to anything? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and then I then coming back, I left at 12:15 in the at noon and then and then got back well, because of delays mm-hmm. at about, like, 3 o'clock afternoon the same day.
0: Holy shit. That's like a two-and-a-half-hour flight. That's not bad.
1: Took you no time at all? I
2: wish it was two-and-a-half <laughs> and hours because I was a little poopy. <laughs> Dan caught a little bit of a bug mm-hmm. that, like, I must have drank or, or eaten something because we were in some questionable bars. And uh, I was poopy before I left, and I was poopy during, and I was poopy when I get got here. There was uh, there was a plane between Seoul and Seattle it was definitely touch and go. <laughs> I'd not fall asleep more than like ten minutes because my body was worried that we were going to shed our pants. <laughs> I didn't want to shed my pants. No. Good wants thing to... is
0: only like a two and a half hour flight
2: yeah. because like oh, yeah. it's not like it's not going to be all right, right? Yeah. A bit, like it's not like I'm going to die. Eventually it will be fine. It's just that it's going to be a whole heap of extra problems. Uh-huh. Because I don't know what, what would happen.
1: Yeah. Well, you, first, you would get up, you would go to the bathroom, and you would throw away the underwear. I guess. You, where would I throw it? In the garbage.
2: Yeah, but that's where everybody else throws their stuff, and it's a small ass room, yeah. so it's just full of po- It's just going to have poop in there. Maybe you ask. everybody them. who comes in is going to be like, Oh, poop. God!
1: What is you that? Ask the flight attendant for a plastic bag. You can put the underwear in the bag.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to involve the flight attendant. Yes. And
1: they're going to be like, God
0: damn it. <laughs> Again? God damn it. I've got to only do, like, like domestic U.S. flights I, I now ben,
1: on. He should have just grabbed himself <laughs> an adult diaper and just been like, all right, whatever happens, happens.
0: Depends? I'm going to depends right. on you.
1: But no, this the worst part about having a stomach issue on a plane is that those bathrooms are not designed for anybody, really, unless you are...
0: They're barely designed for you to be healthy in them. Yeah. When in fact, for some people, they're not even designed for that.
1: No, number ones are about all you you can do consistently in a in an airplane bathroom. Number twos take extra planning.
2: Yeah. When I was being poopy on the toilet in the bathroom, and then the plane started shaking, and the pilot's just like, "Please return to your seat." Fuck I was no. Like, I can't. I, I can't <laughs> return <laughs> to, to <laughs> my seat. No. This is where I live now. <laughs> if, if you shake too much. The poop's gonna go all over. The hey, Dan!
0: No good news. You were on your seat. Yeah, you're that was your seat. seat. You were in your seat. You have claimed that one.
2: The only blessing of like all of my all of my my flying was that, uh, Asiana Air um, has a cool um, thing where you can. Well, they basically have economy plus, which they call Smartium economy <clears throat> economy Smartium. Economy Smartium. Which I don't know why,
0: because it's made out of the the scientific element of smart.
2: But you pay an extra hundred and seventy dollars per per seat, so each, each 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 way, which is a lot of money. But
0: if you're going to be on a plane, but
2: a lot of people, but you get extra room and uh, you get to board first and all that stuff. Um, but the best part of it. Is a non-guaranteed thing where most people actually don't pay that extra because they want to be cheap, which is understandable. So uh, there's a lot of empty seats. So on the way from Seattle to Seoul and from Seoul to Seattle, there was nobody sitting next to me, so I had two two seats free and just kind of laid around. A
1: whole row on an international flight is a is an extreme blessing.
2: Lying down on those things is not as comfortable no. or or easy. As you would think, it's very hard, and also when you're not feeling well, it doesn't feel well either, but just having a bunch of room where you can just put your stuff.
0: Plus also, if there's a lot of empty seats, you can always try and maneuver where you're on a seat with no one behind you and actually fully recline like a motherfucker.
2: Yeah, the first... (laughs) My first leg, I sat down and then there were two people next to me. And like almost everything else was full. I think the whole, all of, there's like four rows of Smartium people. So it's like four rows of nine each. That's like 36 seats. And there's probably a grand total of maybe like nine people in the whole thing. And then these two people sat next to me. You get to pick which seat you have, mm-hmm. and I was one of the first people to pick a seat like a month ago. And then the other
1: two people picked. And the then seats they picked
2: next- the seats next to me, and I was just like, "Why? Why would you do this?"
0: That's like when you go to but a bathroom fine. and it's like the trough style urinals, and you're on one side, and no one else is there, and the next person comes in and pees right next to you.
2: But that's fine. Did you get up? And I was, <laughs> started, yeah, okay, I was, yeah. I got up and got to another spot. Yeah.
0: Hopefully you gave them like and a they little side eye the whole time.
1: Yeah. It was
2: mother and daughter. Okay.
0: Hopefully you gave them
2: side eye as you left. I just. was just like, like, why are
1: you? Why would you pick these two seats? Yeah. Pick the
2: middle row. I don't know. Fucking shitty ass kid wants to watch the fucking window there's nothing out there
0: <laughs> it's ocean oh,
2: although actually on the way from Seoul to uh, J- uh to Seattle we passed directly over Tokyo which is kind of cool But well, I was too sick to kind of enjoy it I like looked out the window a little bit and I was like that's cool and then, but it was nighttime also which is also cool um I watched a ton of movies on the way there I watched uh Infinity War and Endgame back to back They had it on the flight. Six
1: hours of content.
2: Yep, and still six hours left (laughs) to go in the flight. Oh, boy. I also saw Shazam, which was okay.
0: It's kind of fun. Like, it's not a great movie, but it is, compared to the rest of DC, it is a pretty fun movie.
2: I thought it was silly that he caught a bus by the window the front window after everything. watching that doesn't make any sense
1: after watching the boys well no but it that doesn't t- make any yes. sense
2: regardless
0: those <laughs> windows are not held in that strong But
2: whatever that's fine um
0: it's like a epoxy gasket on it
2: i also saw uh, what did i see i saw aladdin ah uh, yes which was better than i thought which,
0: D- does it quite reach good? Because I imagine you thought it'd be pretty bad.
2: Uh, it was enjoyable, um, because those songs are really good, and like my my feelings for the original movie are, are enough to kind of get me through. Um, Will Smith was actually pretty good as the genie, I thought so. Uh, the rest of the cast was like so-so. It was kind of cool to see, like, of it's all Arabic setting in a major motion live action picture. So that was kind of cool. Like everybody was Arab or South Asian looking or black in that entire movie, which is, that was kind of cool that
1: it was Disney. Be. So I've got. So does this make you
0: Walt Disney's rolling more over or, or less screen. confident
1: in the live action Mulan movie that they're doing? Uh, I don't know. I've well,
2: I don't know if I would like it that much because I was not really that into Mulan because okay. that was kind of like
1: that was tail end of like
2: yeah, I was already like older in high school. Like I think Aladdin came out like ninety one or something 92, or 92. 92, I think yeah. so. Like I saw it in theater yeah. and like I maybe have seen Mulan maybe like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really know the songs except for. I'll make a man out of you, or something like that.
0: I don't I'm know not, any of the songs. Yeah,
2: so I'm not I'm not that invested in it. So I don't know if I would enjoy it. Like, also, I enjoyed most of this because I'm like, oh yeah, Prince Ali is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Also, it sounds I believe they're not going to have the dragon Mushu. Yeah. But meanwhile, Aladdin, at least you still have Abu. You have um, Iago.
1: Mulan was ninety eight. There we go. Yeah. So yeah,
0: that's too late. End of
1: high school, beginning of college. Yeah, so I wasn't too too excited about that
0: movie. What about Um, the upcoming sequel to Aladdin? Because they're already talking about...
2: Oh, Return of Jafar, the direct-to-video? No, they said they're going... (laughs) No, actually, they said they're going base
0: it on number three.
2: Oh, God. I have not seen three. I saw number
0: two. I saw three. It was the return of Robin Williams.
1: Yeah, because the second one (laughs) didn't have Robin Williams.
0: Because he got pissed off because he was not supposed to be part of the marketing push for Aladdin. He would a voice actor. He wasn't like trying to be the star.
2: Yeah, there's nothing in there's nothing in uh, the live action Aladdin that's better than the cartoon. Other than like, it's kind of cool to see actual Arab people, Middle Eastern-ish people, or South Asians as like actual people.
1: Yeah, the cartoon and was actually not the Aladdin cartoon was better than it had any right to be. I think.
2: Oh, the Aladdin cartoons, like
1: I mean, to me. Probably their or, best one. Sorry, I didn't mean the, the actual animated film. I meant the actual... the. They did a series, like an animated oh, yeah. cartoon series. Oh, yeah. Disney Afternoon. That was actually pretty good as that well.
0: That one... Yeah, so, that was pretty good overall. Yeah. It's kind of weird that Iago was like everyone's best friend.
1: It was... It was... Oh, yeah, Iago's terrible in this movie.
0: However, <laughs> they bad. kept... Yeah, he's a bad boy. The best thing about the cartoon is they kept... The original voice actor of Iago, despite right. how much in demand he was for everything. Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know.
2: Um yeah, there's, like, two new songs in the live-action one, because I think they, they're they doing that. Like, I think yeah. King has a couple new songs.
0: Beauty uh, and the Beast did that, they're too. Not,
2: uh, they're not anything to write home about. Um, they seem kind of out of place, because they seem more like pop songs rather than musicals stuff. Uh, the Prince Ali song, which is my favorite song in, the, in, in Aladdin, was uh, pretty good, but not as cool as the cartoon. Um, they weren't, in, like, a lot of, like... The part where he's like, got forty big critique sound to say. But they keep showing like different different things that the genie's saying or singing. Like they don't even do that. It's just it's just uh Will Smith dancing in front of like forty people and stuff and it's just like <laughs> okay, I guess that's cool. That but wasn't um, actually part like,
0: of the movie originally. They're just filming behind the scenes and just dancing in front of people and they're like,
2: What in the movie? Yeah. Uh I mean Will Smith is actually a pretty good pretty good uh, addition. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised. I would watch I would watch that movie again just for his scenes. Um the guy who played Aladdin um was okay. Uh, kind of forgettable and also Jasmine. Actually most people were forgettable except for like Jafar and, and the Sultan and then. It was kind of cool to see in a major motion picture. A mainstream movie, like people speaking Arabic or Arabic-ish, whatever, whatever it is in the background. I did hear a yalla, yalla, yalla uh, several times, so it's kind of cool.
1: He has he has seventy five golden camels, Dan. Purple peacocks. He's got fifty three. And yeah. show that. No, they don't show all of that stuff. 95 white Persian monkeys? <laughs>
0: no. Okay, here's a question.
2: He's got the monkey. I see the monkey.
0: You've never met a friend like me. How was that?
1: that? That was actually pretty good.
2: Okay. All right,
0: that was, good. That's,
2: yeah, that's actually <laughs> my favorite song, I think. That was actually pretty good because Will Smith kind of changes it just a little bit Okay. so that it's his and he's not just doing an imitation of uh, Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. But there's some really good visuals. There's that part where he's uh, in the very beginning where he's like... Um, uh, is Ali, uh, Ali had 40 thieves. Yeah, and Charizard had a thousand tales. Yeah, and then so, like, the the thieves come out, like, in, like, this darkness thing, and they kind of surround Aladdin, and it looked, like, really cool, and I'm like, man, I kind of want to watch that movie. <laughs> so, so
0: here's good news. If they do make the sequel, which they said they want to base it off of the third movie, I want to say it was, like, princess, a, it's like the, the it's Aladdin the and thieves. the 40 Thieves, because yeah. his dad's, like, the leader He's Ollie Bob. Also I guess. The,
1: the voice of the genie in the cartoon on Disney not the animated film was uh, Dan Castellaneta. So Homer Simpson in the voice of the genie.
2: So yeah kind of cool it's just I mean like the I mean I can see the appeal of the live-action stuff because like their clothing and stuff looks more i guess correctish at least what I think a Arabic or Arabian nights-ish setting is I don't know if that's actually true but like you know and then like the the set stuff is like more this is a lot cooler I kind of wish if I was if i if I could if if I could make all this I would, I would want. One of the things that always is kind of weird is that Aladdin has this kind of like California surfer dude, like, um, like yeah. little, uh, accent. Yep. And also Jasmine does, but everybody else kind of has like a different. I mean, the genie makes sense that he does He's just a spiritual djinn. He's
0: not attached to our world. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's similar to the way Merlin was in uh, the Sword in the Stone cartoon. Yeah. <clears throat> where he comes back. He said he traveled to the future and is wearing like an aloha shirt when he comes back to talk to Arthur.
2: But yeah, so I kind of would want him to, I don't know, maybe have an accent or at least, I don't know, some, some kind of. At least he wasn't speaking British. He was just speaking. He was just uh He was just had an American accent, which is fine, I guess. I mean, that's, better than a
1: British accent for yeah. I reason, think so. right. Yeah, I like, think
2: it would be better than. Yeah. Than a. I mean, you know, because
1: Will Smith doesn't didn't have an accent. There was some the
2: cool movie. action stuff where some like Aladdin parkour stuff, and in the middle of it, I was like, "Man, they should make like a Prince of Persia movie." And then I
1: realized, "Oh no! Oh, they made a Prince of Persia movie. Your fit, your boy Jake Gyllenhaal was <laughs> yeah. in the Prince of have Persia. I haven't even movie. watched it. Oh God, that movie's bad. Yeah, that movie's."
2: Bad. I will say, like, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I think like the, like the, the stereotypical uh, Arabian Nights, Arab-ish setting. Mm-hmm. is always one of my favorite ones because I like how like the bazaars look and mm-hmm. all of their clothing stuff. Anyway. That and
1: Arabian Nights is also sung by Robin Williams, so you know, it's another good, good. Yeah, that the song was a that... little
2: different, and it's. I forgot. Oh man, I was trying to remember what their, what the, what the. Um, the lyric that they had to substitute because yeah. the original the original aladdin mm-hmm. um uh, there's there's a part where they're describing like you know agrabah being like you know like a dangerous place and there's there's one lyric that they had to change eventually but the original release had it where he says um uh where they basically where they say it's barbaric but hey it's home and a lot of the original aladdin there was a lot of like hey man that's not cool yeah,
1: that's that's the fir- um, that's in the first lyric here is the it's barbaric but hey it's home yeah
2: but, so, I forgot what they changed it to. That's always, that's always, like, a cool, I don't know, I really like Aladdin, so I like a
1: bunch it's of, like, it's little things. probably my favorite of the, that era of Disney animated films.
2: Yeah, it's, like, it's that or Lion King. I, I think, mean, I Lion King is pretty, it's, it's pretty good, pretty spectacular, because the opening of Lion King is probably, like, one of the best openings of, like, any movie, like, that I like. Like, the first, like, ten minutes of Lion King is pretty crazy. Especially the animation at that time, mm-hmm. like, didn't even make any sense. Like, it was, like, ridiculous.
1: And then you realize that they stole it. They stole the entire well, thing. Yeah,
2: they stole like a bunch of a bunch of the plot and names, uh-huh. and stuff like that. But uh, and even the Simpsons made fun of it. But the, the the artistic part of the oh yeah. Well, the weird thing about Lion King is that that wasn't supposed to be a movie release. Mm-hmm. That's not a theater. That wasn't supposed, was supposed to, to be. A, yeah, that was a that theory, was their yeah. beefy tier like stuff, and that's why actually that that movie
0: is pretty is, much a plagiarism. Well, that too, but... <laughs> Kimba like, the White Lion. Yeah,
2: but that movie that movie has a lot of, like, crazy, like, artistic stuff that doesn't kind of... That is just, like, really abstract and all over the place. Like, the, the song where... Uh, uh, the I Can't Wait to Be King, mm-hmm. like, has a lot of, like, abstract, like, colors and stuff and, like, things that just are just all over the place because they are just like, yeah, nobody's going to really watch this. It's a direct video one. Like, who cares? It
1: also says sex in the sky. Like,
2: well, that too.
0: Well, Little Mermaid had, like, penis penises. Thing.
2: And Aladdin says um, uh, all good girls
0: suck my cock no
2: there's a part in the original cartoon where he's he's on the balcony and he right before a whole new world happens like raja is like is like um uh trying to push him off the the ledge and then he whispers something and and like the the running thing was like it's like all good girls like go to bed or it's like some weird like really like what the fuck is but that's just what it kind of sounds like. I'm not really sure what it really he's really supposed to be saying. Come on, John. So, yeah, You've job. got the inner webs. See <laughs> I mean that's why the Lion King live action thing really bothered me so much because that movie has a lot of like art in it like as in like it's not supposed to be real it's just really art like in a in a kind of abstract impressionistic kind of way.
0: That's Where, why the CGI was so bad. Yeah, that's why the CGI like <laughs> really bothered me. Because it's artistic.
2: It's just like, look, man, good
1: teenagers take off your clothes.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the line. Yeah, good teenagers take off their clothes. That's what it really sounds. Like. It really does sound like he's saying that.
1: And then, of course, there's the, the Bishop and the Little Mermaid with the giant boner. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you have to be accurate. That Bishop had a boner. I mean... You...
2: Let's say the opening of the opening of um, of Little Mermaid... No, uh, Beauty and the Beast is pretty good. Oh. That opening song, mm-hmm. Bunger Day, is pretty good.
1: No one fights
2: a like. Gaston. Oh, yeah, and the Gaston, Gaston songs are pretty... I like...
1: Yeah. That was when, you know, there was, there was that era, and then there was <laughs> the era post that, that was, like, still people liked but wasn't our era of film so i guess there's less of a attachment to it you know like mulan and then like the emperor's new groove and then, i like emperor i actually yeah. owned that
2: at one point and my girlfriend stole it did she i
1: don't know maybe i gave it i don't remember. i'm gonna say she <laughs> stole
0: it. yeah i was going to say just go with that
1: yeah so a David Spade movie you actually like? Oh dude, I used
2: to I used to watch <laughs> uh-huh. that stuff on repeat because there is a lot of really hilarious stuff in there. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'd watch it now because it's problematic in the way it makes because... all of that stuff, <laughs> but it's pretty funny because it has putty.
1: Yes. yeah. Patrick Warburton is, is always, good. always good. He's always good.
2: So yeah. Um yeah, I don't know what what else is, is Hunchback of Notre Dame,
1: Hercules. Mm-hmm. So Beauty and the Beast was in ninety one, Aladdin ninety two, Nightmare Before Christmas ninety three. Lion King, 94. A Goofy Movie, 95. I didn't care about that at all. Pocahontas, 95. Didn't oh, really... Thinking about problematic movies.
0: Know. What? That is a 100% realistic. And, you Not know. only the content, but also
1: the star of that movie. One of the stars of that movie. Oh, yeah, that too. What? Sexualized there was
0: nobody who was anti-Semitic who starred in that movie. How
1: about sexualized Pocahontas?
2: You know, the tragic figure that was, what, 13 Th- 13. Or who died in England from fucking disease or or heartbreak.
0: Who's... Who they
2: made a sequel, Pocahontas 2, Pocahontas Goes to Britain. Well, that's not the name of it, but it's her in Britain. Also... And it's fucked up! That's where she died! Well, She never went back home.
0: Here's the best part. They took a character who was just like a 13-year-old girl, but in the movie, drew her in a way where, for the first time, if somebody wore that costume for Halloween... It, they wouldn't have to make the sexy Indian princess costume because she was already in the sexy Indian princess oh, costume. Yeah, I might
2: have touched myself a couple of times looking at Pocahontas.
0: I'm, I'm mad to say that. Because they didn't draw her as 13, they drew her as like I 24. You're to the
1: direct-to-video sequel entitled Pocahontas 2: Journey to a New World. Not the New World, a New World. Yeah, it's a new world for her. You see how that works? I got it. A yeah. whole also,
0: new she world. end
2: up with John Smith. Or. or, or I
0: think she went with uh, some other guy. Yeah, it's like a British minor lord type yeah, of guy. Two guys.
1: Billy Zane is in that movie? Sure.
0: If you look at Billy Zane's actually in every movie.
1: But yes, Mel Gibson did not return for the direct-to-video sequel. Oh, the girl who Billy, did the voice wow. of Pocahontas did. And is it a white lady? Is it a white lady? Nope. Okay. All right. They did not get a white lady to play. I mean, I, I
2: actually watched recently a video of like of like the um, some of the stuff that they tried to do in that movie, and they did try. There was some trying of that stuff, but it was still kind of overrided by a lot of the other stuff that's like not really so cool.
1: After Pocahontas, we've got Toy Story '95. Those don't count. Okay, fine. James and the Giant Peach. Hunchback in Notre Dame. I like Dom. James
0: and Giant Peach.
1: That's a good anime. It, it, it was weird. It was cool, weird oh, yeah. movie. I love that book. So, the, oh yeah, the, the movie is right in my wheelhouse. Hunchback in Notre Dame, Hercules, Hercules.
0: which Hercules. also has a problematic actor in it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mulan. Right, we're skipping over skipping over Pixar stuff. Dan Dan's request. Uh, Tarzan. They weren't part of Disney. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then. Fantasia 2000? Anybody ever remember Fantasia 2000? Because I don't.
0: I remember a lot of people saying it really just shouldn't have been made. It continued the trend of movies that were sequels with the number 2000 in it being complete shit.
1: They had two movies in 2000. Dinosaur. Did anybody ever watch Dinosaur? Because that was the CG one if I remember correctly. Is that
0: the Not the Mama? No,
1: that's Dinosaurs. (laughs) And that was on ABC.
0: And that ended with a fucked up ending. Stop talking about it. I'll just say the last episode was one of the most I'm fucked up about. episodes to end a show that was a family-friendly show.
1: The Emperor's New Groove in 2000. Uh, then we've got Atlantis, The Lost Empire. I kind of enjoyed I've it. I've seen it. It's oh, not... yeah, that had another sex lady in it. <laughs> what? That,
0: that movie isn't fantastic, but it is good. Like, if you want a cartoon that's kind of generic, but kind of, you know, actiony, y adventure cartoon... You could do a lot worse. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Then we've got Lilo and Stitch in 2002. That's a good movie. And Treasure Planet.
0: Treasure Planet, actually, just like Atlantis, another movie where it's like, you'd swear it's not Disney, because it's not a fantastic movie. It doesn't have quite the production quality, but it's a perfectly good action-adventure generic movie.
1: Brother Bear in tw- 2003. Oh, Brother Bear.
0: Oh, no.
1: Did ever, I, never I never watched it.
0: It looked too bad.
1: All right, then Home on the Range in 2004.
0: Oh, th- we're getting in the bad era. These are all
1: these are all <laughs> Walt Disney Animation Studios. This movies.
0: is when Disney started to have issues and started to have shake-up with their studio leads.
1: And then 2005, Chicken Little.
0: Yeah, this is where they were hitting the shake-up period. And around the time when they were acquiring uh, Pixar, because they're like, we need something.
1: Meet the Robinsons in 2007?
0: Uh, Yeah, bad times.
1: Still looking at just animation studios for Walt Disney. Bolt in 2008?
0: I watched that. It's another one where it is not fantastic. But if you're looking for a generic animal adventure movie, it works. And you want
1: to hear John Travolta play a heroic dog? Yeah. Then in 2009, that, another one, one, I've heard is very good, but I still haven't seen is The Princess and the Frog.
0: I tried watching that. I got about 30 minutes in. I heard it was good. Brie and I both, it, it tried too hard. Like it, it was coming back to the Disney classic, you know, more classical of animation style where it's, you know, for one thing animated because they start doing a lot of CGI in this time and it went with that basic fairy tale type of setup. But they tried too hard with the, it's set in New Orleans, and we're going to shove New Orleans so hard that it's going to make the movie almost unbearable.
1: It was fine. 2010, this is actually a movie I like a lot, but I don't know if everybody else has seen it. Uh, Tangled, I liked it. I didn't care for it. I liked it. I thought it was very fun. Um, Then we've got 2011, Winnie the Pooh. Which I remember watching that Winnie the Pooh movie. It was quite good.
0: I haven't seen it, but I have no reason to doubt Winnie the Pooh ever. Because, I mean, President of China is entertaining motherfucker.
1: Had, had all the voices you wanted.
0: I just got our podcast banned in China.
1: Yep. Cool. Ah, uh, what do we got next? Wreck-It Ralph in 2012. Because that's listed specifically as an animation studio. Yep,
0: that's right. a Disney film. And that's a really good Disney film.
1: Quite good. Uh, Frozen, haven't seen it, so I don't know. Frozen's good. I've I heard liked it. like
0: Frozen. Olaf's a little overdone. As Dan probably knows from whatever movie it was that had the Olaf sings. Oh, what was that? What
1: Coco. Was, oh, did Coco have the 20-minute yeah short before it?
0: Olaf was not entertaining. However, rest of Frozen was pretty good. I think they tried pushing some things in the fan base, like the, the fanfic that was coming along with that went too heavy. And by fanfic, I mean the stuff that just comes out to the surface. Not when you go to like fanfic.com or whatever. I don't like the songs. Frozen? frozen? Okay.
1: I like the setting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we've got Big Hero 6. Yeah, it's okay. That movie's fine.
0: I did not like it as much as a lot of people like a lot of people acted like it was the best movie ever. It is it entertaining. Fine. It was
1: fine. It's just, um, just really forgettable. It felt forgettable. Really long. It felt long yeah. than it needed to. Yeah, and I don't know. It's hard to watch anything with TJ Miller in it now. Oh yeah, cuz he's one of the characters in that. It's
2: Just uh yeah, I don't know. Just something about that movie just kind of
1: There was like a gear that they should have hit that they never quite hit in it, I think.
2: Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just it's also made it's also based on a weird ass comic. Yeah. That's like strangely like messed up. Like the comic
1: Big Hero 6 is actually Then we've got Zootopia. Which is fantastic. Yeah, that movie is quite good.
0: And they were very smart to shift what they did during production because originally it's all about the fox and not about Officer Hops. They were smart to shift the focus because it's this a good bad. movie.
1: movie's a lot of
2: fun. Um, never search anything on Zootopia. No. you're going to find
1: some bad, bad internet things. things. Well,
0: if you go DeviantArt and look for Zootopia, you are Zootopia officially is, a furry.
1: Zootopia is basically a furry's dream. Yeah. Um, so th- they followed that up with another banger, which is Moana. Yeah, that's good. That yeah. movie's great. I like that one. Yeah. That's, that's, that has actually some, some of the better yeah, songs song. that I can remember, like from d- recent Disney movies. Also, The Rock is very interesting. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 You put The Rock in anything, and you made the movie at least watchable. I have not seen a movie with The Rock that I said, no, I can't.
1: I mean, my favorite song in that is actually the Jermaine Clement one, where you know, oh, yeah. Shiny. He's, yeah, Shiny's great. Um, but then again, I like—I think he's a funny guy, so it helps. And I mean, The Rock's not no slouch, but you know, that was that was my favorite. Uh, then we've got 2018, which I still haven't watched yet. It's on Netflix, which is the Re- Wreck-It Ralph sequel. I uh, saw that. The internet, it's okay. Not well, as good as the first yeah, one. It's definitely not
2: as good as the first one, but it's fine.
0: Yeah. The, I think the concept wasn't like, if, if they were making a sequel for that, the idea of them going to the internet probably wasn't the best direction for a sequel
2: it's weird yeah because it's about the internet and we all know the internet is bad and, and they, they had to touch a little bit on it but, but they do not watch i mean they're yeah. not going to no like I also mean, it's you know t- if you think that they're going to have some deep dive on like no. internet like no.
1: subcultures that's and not, gonna stuff, it's not gonna happen
0: here's the other thing it's a 2018 movie most of the jokes about the internet are things that are more like 2010 yeah. type of internet there's a lot of the 2010 memes going on.
1: The thing that was good about the first movie is that it dealt with video game culture, but it also had enough of, like, where the video game culture had evolved into. Like, especially with the fact that, that uh, the main game that they were playing was technically an online game, but the <laughs> character had disconnected it from the internet. Uh, or no, what, King Candy did that, so... Like, it was one of those games... That you see, you saw in like Gameworks of the time where they were trying to do that kind of stuff. And then that's it for current releases. Upcoming is, of course, in two months' time, the sequel to Frozen, Frozen 2.
0: Electric Boogaloo. Make a
1: billion dollars. Make a bajillion dollars because everybody loved that movie. Has
2: better superhero action sequences in the trailer than all of the DC movies. Damn. (laughs) Because she's fucking, looks fucking rad, like sliding through, like, basically the ocean. Oh, yeah, the
1: frick- that sequence where she's trying to get off that. Yeah, it looks like, damn, I, I want to watch it. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but they're going to be singing about their feelings.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> damn it, Disney's singing about That's feelings. Well, see,
2: the cool, I, like, I love well, that the, term right there. Yeah, cool cool about, about the cool different. thing about Frozen, yes. right, for as much as Flack, like, I'll give it, is that it's about two sisters. Mm-hmm. And there's, they don't, that's not all of those, all of those things that you were talking about, there's not anything about two sisters, except for Lilo and Stitch. That's also about two sisters. So there's usually not, they're usually, and they're not fighting over some boy. They're not, and they're, they're not competing with each other mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like they're, they genuinely love, like there's no conflict. I mean, there's conflict, but there's not, it's not conflict and competition mm-hmm. or like one is bad mm-hmm. and then has to learn to be good. <laughs> like they're both, Fine. Yeah. Basically, the concept of Frozen is that, like, one of them has freezing powers, and it kind of has to deal with that stuff, and then, like, you know, he
1: goes away.
0: And she gets ostracized about it.
1: So then, after that, the next Walt Disney Animation Studio movie is 2020, which is Raya and the Last Dragon.
0: Oh, that that movie's pretty good. It's I
1: don't know anything it's about not, it.
0: That's not that No, it's the live-action remake of the original... Uh, Rhea, did you say it was in the last track? No. Um, oh movies, it's sequel Pete's Dragon.
2: Yes. Other movies I saw I love Pete's was, Dragon. Uh, Long Shot you got it. With uh um What's His Face and Charlie Staron. I love Seth that you get Charlie Staron so easily. Well, but... Yeah, how would you not forget Charlie Staron? She looks Fucking magnificent, regardless of whatever she's doing. This is true. It's them.
1: Uh, it's a, set African jeans.
2: Yeah, it's a weird rom-com that I kind of remember being promoted, but I don't remember that much. But anyway, he's he's a he's a he's a writer. He's a journalist uh, for a very leftist kind of, like, magazine. All oh, fake news. A socialist a, magazine? Yeah, she's a, um, a secretary of state who runs for president. And then they have, uh, used to know each other as friends. So, like, they bump into each other and he's all kind of like Seth Rogen. You know, a slob and kind of stuff Seth like Rogen that. plays one character. Yeah. And uh, she uh, uh, remind, reminds her enough about, like you know, they, um, him being a kid. Invites him to be a speechwriter on her campaign, and of course, he's not going to compromise and be a politician, man.
0: I have journalistic and, integrity. And,
2: and, you know, stuff stuff happen. Sparks fly. Uh, O'Shea O'Shea Jackson Jr. is uh, is uh, Seth Rogan's best friend. Nice, good to see him getting work. Yeah, he's he's really funny in it. Um, I mean, almost too 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 ridiculous, but eh, work.
1: Toast that line.
2: Toast. Uh, I forgot what else I saw. I kind of was watching the what is it, the man who killed Don Quixote or something? Oh, the, or, is that
1: the documentary? Is it? That, no, no that's the documentary. That's the one. It's this, this the, the, the
2: actual. With, uh, it's James the real Frank, one that oh. Jane Franco. Okay, yeah. Um, I was. I, it was. I was just too tired to. I, I had to stop <laughs> that, it in the middle because there's a lot of like. Time switching and stuff like that. A lot
0: of Terry Gilliam being Terry Gilliam. Yeah, yeah, basically. That. You can't watch his movies yeah. while you're tired. Dude, You'll have nightmares. I was,
2: like, I was like, I was, it was like almost twenty hours into the trip, and I was like, I can't
1: do this. So that when I like, I remember one time putting on The Fisher King at one point. And trying oh to take God! Neck, and I was just like, oh, that was a mistake. Oh boy, ooh, because that's that that's a trip. That movie's weird, weird, weird.
0: I want to say the first time ever that I watched Baron Munchausen. It was late at night, and I started falling asleep early on. I had nightmares. That
1: movie's great, though.
0: Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. I love the fact that Robin Williams is not in the credits.
1: <laughs> Even though he has a very significant role. Yeah, it's a
0: large part. And he's yeah. not in the credits at all. So,
1: looking... Um, this is a fun little exercise. Let's see the last five films from Pixar versus the last five films from well, Walt Disney Animation Studios. I'm going to predict it... Uh... So let's see.
0: Pixar has so had some good, yet, so but also some not good.
1: Oh no, that did come out. Toy Story Four, which I haven't seen. That's yeah, thing. I'm,
0: I'm not, not overly excited. Like I'll watch it when it shows up on HBO when I have nothing going on.
2: I mean, I wanted to watch it in the yeah. theater, just never, never got, got around, around to it. it. Just don't watch the
1: theaters much unless it's Marvel. Yep.
0: Yeah, unless it's an event type of movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ralph breaks the Internet was the the last Disney Animation Studio. Then we've got. Oh wait, there's wow, There's three in a row here from Pixar. So we've got The Incredibles 2 that's from great. 2018, that movie's fantastic. Coco, which you said I haven't yeah, seen it, that's true. very good. And then Cars 3, which uh, the whole thing down, crashing down. It's like,
0: oh man, he's hitting the cycle, and somehow he just fell balled off, a ball off his head.
2: Yeah, Coco might be. Wow, that's that's high praise. It's
1: really good. It's got good songs, and I should probably look that up on Netflix
0: before it disappears.
2: Yeah, it's got good songs and
0: or get Disney Plus. I've got good songs, and I
2: basically like cried the last fucking forty-five minutes of that movie. Just absolutely just sitting there, just like losing. Yeah,
1: so I had that happen.
0: I did the sign up for Disney Plus for two years and get the third year free. I should have done that because it's like you know what Mm -hmm. that's kind of a cheap price. There's
1: enough content that they've got in the first year to make it worth subscribing for. So, um so then the so we're at 4 now for Pixar. So we've got Toy Story 4, Incredibles 2, Coco and Cars 3.
2: I guess. I guess. I mean, That's solid. I, would, I would. Yeah, Toy Story is, is, is the probably only good. I mean, probably would like it. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure it's not Cars Three. Yeah, I mean, well,
1: the reviews, Cars Three. It's... The reviews for it were not. Nobody was like, "Oh my god, they! Why did they do this?" They yeah. were all pretty. they were all pretty positive. Like people were actually pleasantly surprised. It was kind of like the the um like the way Brad Shoemaker talked about that Uncharted DLC that they did or the small game. Oh, it's like that it's game something was you really didn't good. Know you wanted. But you're glad they made it?
0: Yeah, it felt like they should have been done. The series is done. Just quit it. Okay, you know what? Actually,
1: yeah, yeah, you did good. So then we've got Moana for the second Disney movie, which is... Yeah, quite good. Uh, and then the last one for number five for Pixar was Finding Dory, which I never saw, but I heard was fine. It's have... not memorable, I guess. Yeah, just I like, Dory. like Dory. Yeah, I heard it's. Yeah, I heard it's
2: good. I just care.
1: Third movie. From I didn't Disney. care for
0: the character Dory in Finding Nemo. It's. I mean, I don't
1: know. I don't need a sequel. Finding. I liked it yeah.
0: enough. Yeah, that was a self-contained story.
1: Uto- Zootopia would have been, is the third yeah. one from Disney. Uh, the fourth one, unfortunately, is big, then we go back to Big Hero Six. I mean
0: that's good. <gasps> and the just last
1: went too long. one is frozen. So Frozen probably, but, but, Yeah. I mean that's, those are pretty
2: good lineups. Yeah. I mean it's Pixar's highs are the, are higher but its lows are lower I feel like. Yeah.
1: They're so starkly contrasting cuz you expect so much from I,
2: them, I think right? it's more I think it's more surprising how much like Disney stuff has caught up. Mhm. To Pixar, because it used to be like they bought they bought Pixar Pixar because because they couldn't
1: make a fucking good movie to save their life. It's
0: like go back to two thousand five, go five movies off of that. Comparing the two,
1: when we were talking about you know the the uh, Home on the Range era. That same year was The Incredibles for Pixar. So, yeah. like, when you're talking Brother Bear for Walt <laughs> Disney, Finding Nemo is the year. Is the yeah. is that movie that year? The thing,
2: the thing about Pixar that that like I get kind of tired of is that they kind of. I mean, like, I guess the same thing people talk about the Marvels. They kind of have this like standard formula. Like, formula. Yep and it's really good when it's really good but when it's like not like insanely good it just it feels it feels very like i mean like i love inside out and i love like coco like those are fantastic movies but like when if the quality drops just a little bit like it feels very kind of tiring
1: it's it's a stark drop in quality i guess like it's because so, it's the
2: same it's kind yeah. of the same plot
0: yeah Like they are, they have a set template, you know, you're always going to have that point where the hero falls greatly and everyone abandons everyone and then they all slowly get back together and then everyone teams up and they're able to conquer evil. And and then
2: sometimes it's just like too many like, oh, you know, we're making jokes for adults. And then like, I feel like in Coco, I didn't really feel that too often. Like, you know, they're just like, hey, 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 this is not for the kids. Ha, <laughs> ha, we made a pop culture reference. Oh, it's but funny. Because anyway. we were talking about,
1: the, you, we talked you were, we were on the live-action movie versions of the Disney cartoons. Um, live-action Pixar. So, no, it's just... <laughs> live-action Toy Story. It's interesting because those are basically remakes of the actual cartoon. Um, there's a movie that I, I forget when I watched it, maybe it was like a month or so ago, that was a Disney movie. But, it, and it dealt with Disney characters, classic characters, but it was actually a live action movie that I thought did a really good job of do, taking those characters into live action but not retelling the same story. Jungle Book. No, I didn't. It was actually uh, Christopher Robin, which was the one where Ewan McGregor um. uh, plays Christopher Robin. Because um, they got all the, they got the voices, so they got, you know, when Pooh sounds like Pooh should sound, I'm on board. Because, weirdly enough, I think he is my favorite Disney character. <coughs> over mickey over donald over all of them poo is
0: always consistent
1: yeah like there is there is the the joy in poo that can that can never <laughs> the joy, be yeah. in all forms yep, yep. Um, got a good also
0: food. they never tried to modernize poo in a very fake way like there's a point where mickey yeah. was like History all right broseph yeah, yeah. and it's like they've oh.
1: never done that with winnie the
0: pooh winnie the pooh is always he's timeless
1: but it was good because it basically the the premise of the movie was w- when it's similar to Hook, honestly, where he comes back to the Hundred Acre Wood after being gone for you know several, He's a grown a up. decades. He's a grown up now, um, but yeah, like the the actual character designs and all that looked really good, <clears> um, and it was it was one of those movies where near the end of it, I was I was a little weepy because of how. Heartwarming it was. So.
0: I propose Disney do a new thing. Instead of making live action Hardcore out of all of their cartoons, movie. I want them to make cartoons out of all of their old live action movies.
1: Okay, so Bedknobs and sticks the, the cartoon, even though that was a little bit of a mix.
0: Uh, Pete's Dragon, where only the dragon is real.
1: Song of the South. Okay. Yes. Dan, that doesn't exist in Disney Plus. Song of the South. It's never coming out of the vault, Dan.
0: Good news. Disney never. Plus, be whole- it'll be there.
1: They made a whole ride about it. Yes, they did.
0: Hell, their theme song for the longest time came from the movie they deny existed. Yep. Anyways, uh, I want Mary Poppins where they're all cartoons except they're they have dancing around real penguins. Mm. That'd be cool.
1: That that sequel, the Mary Poppins Returns uh, movie, wasn't terrible. I saw that on the plane to Europe. It Was fine. I like Emily Blunt. I think she did a good enough job as Mary Poppins. Plus, we got to see uh, Dick Van Dyke reprise his role as uh, the Chimney Sweep, and Lynn manuel Miranda as the, the new Chimney Sweep was perfectly adequate.
0: I don't think... I don't... we said this before. I I don't think he's the right choice for Texan Balloon Man in his Dark Materials. He scores... Yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not Sam Elliott, I know. I don't see Texan or Balloon Man in him. The only...
1: The only redeeming quality of that that terrible golden compass movie. Yep. Was probably Sam Elliott. Yeah, probably. He was fucking well, No, I, I might say that uh that uh Ian McKellen doing uh um Yorick Bjornsson was alright too. Yeah. I forgot that. I'm still wondering if I mean you talked about the Damons not talking. Yeah they haven't we haven't anime. seen the Bears talk either. <laughs> Please don't pull a Dungeons and Dragons where it's like these are intelligent creatures.
2: Look, that would be like the most catastrophic thing because so much of that movie is about those. those No, just those. All of those things talking. Like, and it's and it's not. It's not like, oh, well, you know, it's an interpretation. It's like, no, they literally talk. All the time. Yeah, so there's not... Lyra and and your
1: familiar are talking constantly, so...
2: Damons don't talk to other people, necessarily.
0: I'm wondering if maybe they're not showing any of that in the trailers so far, just because they're like, if we show it in this short bit for the people who don't know this, it's going to look silly, no matter how well it actually... if it looks polished. Just because, why is that weasel talking? I'm yep. hoping maybe it's that word. It's just, you know, Ermeen. we, we don't want to frighten off newcomers.
1: Ermeen, Ermeen, let's, just, with... let's just be scared of that golden monkey. That's...
0: Oh, fuck that monkey.
1: So, Kevin, have you been playing any video games these past few weeks that you'd like to discuss?
0: So, I went back to CrossCode. You finished CrossCode. I did the, the good ending.
1: But you finished CrossCode, Kevin. Why did you go back to it?
0: Because it said if you want to go back for the good That's ending, right. you, mentioned that you could podcast. skip... Yeah. The gauntlet, which leads up to the final dungeon, which you could skip, Mm -hmm. and you could skip the final boss. So what's really cool, you get a little bit of stuff where it's just going through towns. It's only interactions Mm -hmm. and, you know, story stuff, which was really cool. Then you get to the gauntlet, which is you have this huge just fighting guys for about an hour. And so... Instead of doing that, it said, you could, um it says saying like, this feels strangely familiar. Do you want to skip ahead in your memories? And it's like, yes. Then gets to Final Dungeon, and it goes, this seems strangely familiar. Would you like to skip ahead? Yes. Gets to Final Boss, same thing. And what's cool is if you did enjoy any aspect of that, it's not a we're skipping everything. It's you could pick which ones you want to do. So then at the very end... The ending the first time through was the bad ending. It was obvious bad ending. So the ending second time through, instead of becoming a flat out good ending, it pretty much sets up, hey, we have an epilogue DLC, hopefully it's a free DLC, coming out really soon. Hopefully it is coming out soon because this game is like a year old at this sure. point. Yeah. I think it's supposed to come out around the time they're going to have like a physical version coming to the Switch, I think. Um, maybe it's January or February. So I think it spoke come out around then. So it's kind of cool, you know, that they set it up. I do want to play through that epilogue. I don't want to play it now. So it's perfect that I can't play it yet. Mm -hmm. And they set up a little bit of a mystery with one of your guild members who kind of disappeared. He reappears at one point on his own and just makes some weird comment about, that part of the world doesn't look right, does it? And it's like, ooh, intrigue. I'm kind of wanting more, but I can't do it right now, so I'll feel like I'm not being killed by too much game. Kind of like The Witcher 3. When I finished it, I was not ready for DLC because I put 100 hours into that game. So when I got around to the DLC, it felt good and fresh. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I did enjoy that game a lot. I really enjoyed Witcher 3, but also CrossCode. It just, it lasted too long. It was Big Hero 6. It went on too long and didn't quite hit the right Stride.
1: That's how I felt about Mafia 3. It was a game that was really, really good, but could have dealt with like 20% less.
0: Yep. So, I have seen the good one. Good ending on that. Um, Life is Strange Episode 4 came out with no real fanfare at all, because Square Enix, I'm part of their emails. They send me emails on everything. They sent me four emails yesterday about different games. They did not have any emails saying, Hey, by the way, yeah, Life so, is Strange uh, 2, Episode 4 is out kind of a really cool episode it deals entirely with a cultish uh church in the pretty much in the regions around uh las vegas so you know there's a lot of cults and weird churches that form out in that area Mm -hmm. usually tied into offshoots from mormons who want to continue polygamy if you've ever watched show big love that's a real good show and that deals with them quite a bit but Life is Strange 2, episode 4, really cool. It did some really cool things. Um, There are certain elements of it where it's feeling more and more like my... It's not doing the, ultimately, you're going to end up at the same point with more or less the same outcome. You know, the it diverts but comes back together. It feels like my choices are kind of making... I cannot go back on some of the impacts I did. So it's kind of cool how that happens. Um, real good episode though. Nice. Um, and then this Monday, a free final DLC
1: dropped for Celeste. Yep, the farewell chapter, I believe it is called.
0: It's called Farewell, it's chapter nine. Mm-hmm. Free. Mm-hmm. It is fucking huge. It's
1: like a hundred, did they say a hundred levels? Yeah, a
0: hundred new uh screens, screens essentially. Yeah. They call it hundred levels, but it's each screen. Yeah,
1: again, they're using your old terminology. get through that screen. Uh, A hundred boards. Yeah, boards. Pattern. Pattern.
0: Pattern. So there's a hundred patterns. Okay. So I was going to play it. Monday, I loaded up the game. I was like, fucking good to go. All right, how do I get to it? It just automatically unlocks on your your world map. The mountain, yeah. So I go there, and I was like, the fuck is it? I cannot find it. Oh, shit. Heart of the Mountain, or Core of the Mountain, Chapter 8 is required. I never did that one because to do it, you have to find four of the crystal hearts mm-hmm. that are super fucking hidden. Mm-hmm. One in each world, each chapter. And they, when I say super hidden. Oh yeah,
1: no, they were. Oh
0: my. The only one I found was the one where, um, it, it was Super Mario 3 where there's a white platform from Super Mario 3. If you jump on it and you hold down, you fall into the background. Mm-hmm. That's the only one I found. I only found that because I recognized that platform from Mario 3. And I was like, I've got to try holding down on this. They're one super hidden. Ended up collecting all of them. I didn't find them on my own. I looked up, like... I found a guide that would say, like, hey, in Chapter 1, you need to go from the stage select screen, go the second yep. uh, subchapter, second. Yeah, yeah. and it'll be on the third screen, head up, where it doesn't look like you should be able to. And it's like, all right, I get that. Mm-hmm. And then I'd try and solve them. Had to get some help on two of them, because there was weird puzzles. Chapter 1's heart is a motherfucker. So I got all of those, then went to Chapter 8. Chapter 8 is hard. Mm-hmm. They introduce a new mechanic. You know how you could dash, and then you land on ground, and your dash is recharged? Yep. Or if you hit, like, a object in the air yep. that's interactable... Are
1: certain ones that recharge your dash when you hit
0: them. Like, if you hit a springboard, mm-hmm. it'll recharge it. Yep. Or, of course, there's crystals. You grab a crystal, yep. you recharge. Chapter 8, if you dash on that screen, that level, you do not get your dash back. Unless you get a crystal. So if you land on the ground, your dash is still gone. So you have long screens. Like, you know, it'll be a level that consists of about four or five horizontal screens. And you need to figure out, how do I get all the way across without using my dash more than once? And it, oh, it is hard. By the end of it, I got through. My hands were aching. That one chapter, so... Going off of my original save game, my original save had about 1,100 deaths. Mm -hmm. That was over seven chapters, of which I guess chapter seven doesn't count because chapter seven was just you eating strawberry pie with Mm -hmm. all of your friends. So I picked up on chapter eight, somewhere around um, 200 deaths in about an hour. My hands were aching. I was dripping in sweat. So I decided I'm not going to play any more yet the next <laughs> night i was going play i had a job interview so i didn't get home don't try and drive home from capitol hill at 4:45 p.m no it takes over 40 minutes to get onto i-5 i was at swedish off of broadway so right where james street is yep. it took 20 minutes to get onto james street another 25 minutes to get on i-5 so i didn't play on tuesday Wednesday, I decided to watch years um, years and years. Sure. So then, Thursday, I decided for streaming. I need to say stream because I'm done with CrossCode. I'll just stream. So
1: that's chapter nine?
0: Farewell. Sure. It's not Farewell because I picked up about, I think it's 297 deaths. I got some screens in. Um, looking at walkthrough videos. Like, people have, you know, recorded videos by now of yeah. going through the game. Oh, yeah. So there's a video of just somebody playing through. I didn't want to see ahead. I only want to see how far am I. Mm-hmm. This person's video, total of four hours and 45 minutes. I have played for an hour, and I am right where this guy was at an hour. So I've got probably close to four hours left. Cool. I looked at a video that was no deaths, And wasn't the guy played through and didn't die any. It just, he cut out every time he died and just stitched together, you know, a perfect run. And that way you could just see how to do it. His video was about 55 minutes, so that's a lot of game for a free download. Like, that is really generous, and as the people who made the game have pointed out, do not use that as a reason to complain about other companies that charge for DLC. They yeah. were just in a lucky position where that they game could did so
1: well for them that they were. Yeah, they decided to do what they did. And in addition to that, they also made changes to their the text on their assist mode, which was cool.
0: Yeah, working with half coordinated and, and others in the and they're in the credits team. now, which yep. is like yeah. they are so good. Yeah. Um, so this video that's fifty five minutes. I am at the eleven minute mark in it. So I've got a whole lot of no? and it is hard. My hands were hurting. Like literally the sweat was pouring mm-hmm. off of me. I was swearing. I
1: As you want to do when you play hard platformers? You know,
0: any platformers? Any level that I cleared felt so fucking good. Like it is super fair, but there is no room on chapter 9 for any like mistake. There are parts where it's literally like frame perfect movements. Yeah. Like it is unbelievably hard. Really good though. And who knows? I don't think I'm going to turn on accessibility options, but they are there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I could get through this just because I'm a masochist of sorts and I have so far cleared everything at least on the A sides. Mm-hmm. I haven't done any B sides or C sides, you know, the challenge versions of oh, the yeah. levels. Maybe I should go back cuz I heard I heard Farewell is designed to be played after you've done all the seaside. That's what people suggest right. at least. Yeah. So, maybe I need to play some of the B and C sides. But it's really good. Cool. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, the story is yeah. kind of it's light on story, but there is story there. Yeah. And there's some good interactions between Madeline and Baddlin, you know, her depressed self. Yeah. There's some good, like, bickering between them. There's a little bit of stuff dealing with Granny, you know, the old lady early on who just laughs at you and says you're going to fail. Yep. So there's some real cool stuff. Also, Granny is a little bit of story with her on Chapter 8, because Chapter 8 is you returning to the mountain a year after you cleared it. Yep. So some cool stuff. So is cool. And then, because it's been three weeks, I thought I should offer an update on all of the fun I'm having with the Valve Index.
1: It's an email that says it's coming soon.
0: So, you know, I reserved the controllers. I'd have them by now, you know. I was prepared as of, like, 24 hours ago, I was going to be like, and I'm not playing. Now I could say, and I have spent $300, and I'm not playing. Okay. My reservation came in late last night. I ordered them.
3: Okay.
0: It takes about a week to show up. Yeah. So next week on the podcast, don't expect me to be talking about
1: it yet. You'll
0: talk about the box. No, I'll probably talk about. Yeah, I left a note on my door for FedEx so and they that didn't they'll. Deliver it. No, so they will uh-huh. leave it. Uh-huh. So they're leaving it right now while we're recording. Yeah. Because that's what it'll be next uh-huh. week. i not fucking okay. play that thing. I have now fully bought every part of it individually Pick instead of yeah. the discounted the package. And what's great is the controllers, you still have to put a reservation in. Every other part, including the complete kit, the complete bundle, you and can just order. Yeah. You can just order. Oh, yeah. Controllers, though, yeah. no. Yeah. And I'm worried because it sounds like some people are having controllers malfunction far quicker than they should. Why'd I even do
1: this? I, you, what? Because you want to be in the, the fake world instead of the real world.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah.
1: Speaking of the real world, Dan. Virtual reality. Did you play any games is 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 while you were in your international waters. Hopefully uh, gambling. I
2: played and beat uh, my friend Pedro, which is a pretty cool game.
0: How is it? Because I am intrigued by
2: it. I would play it on the PC. Although, I mean, I beat it on the Switch. So, I mean, beatable. P- it's just the controls are just a little... I kind of wish I had a mouse and keyboard. Um, but, uh, yeah, because sometimes you're kind of... You're holding in the left stick, moving with the left stick, aiming with the right stick, pressing uh, the um, LB, I think, or uh, ZL.
0: Just call it L one or L two. L
2: one, and then you're also firing with R two, like all at the same time. So sometimes, like, it just uh, gets kind of crazy.
0: That's like a crab claw.
2: Because like when a, I think it's L, it's like playing a David Cage game. I think L. Well, yeah, and then and then. And then you're also using L two because L two modifies it so you can aim at two different people, Um, and then L one is the dodge, I believe. And then and then uh, and then R R two is shoot. So you're kind of pressing everything all at once, and then playing it in handheld mode is kind Mm. of a son of a bitch. But whatever, I'm just I, I mean. That's but, going to destroy yeah, your hands. So the game's pretty cool, What like, what it does specifically, which is, like, gun ballet, slow motion stuff. Um, it's really fun when it's, like, slow motion, Then your guy's, like, flipping, and he's barely, like, dodging stuff, and that's kind of cool. Towards the end of the game, it becomes kind of, like, they want to add in so much platforming and... Um, and puzzle solving. And it's not, like, enormously hard stuff. It's more it's more that, like, I just kind of want to shoot more people. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of meh. And then the end boss is kind of meh. But, like... There's, like, really fun moments that I wish, like, I could record stuff, which is, I kind of wish I was,
1: so you could record it without their, yeah, because there's really
2: some, I mean, because, like, how he flips and stuff is really cool, because if you, and then, and then, yeah, when you spin, like, and you're, and you keep shooting, like, your guy will, will shoot, but kind of, like, around him, so if you time it right, you can also shoot, like, behind you while you're spinning, because he'll kind of, his arms crossed like this while he's spinning so it's it's really cool that like when you have your uzis on full auto and you're spinning in slow motion and then just shooting everything all around you like that's fucking rad and then like when you're on a skateboard and you kickflip while spinning in the air and shooting like two different directions yeah like
1: that's pretty fucking rad And then you hit that dark slide And you get that combo modifier Yeah
2: it's I mean it's really It's really fun Like I really like the like. That's like, cool Like a lot of the set stuff I mean it's a super so Yeah Kind of what It, is. it has a lot of ho- ho- ha- Hotline Miami vibes Cause the Cause the, the banana Tells you uh-huh. that's, that's what your, they always that's do That's your friend Pedro The banana Yeah um yeah I was glad I bought it I was actually even thinking of rebuying it on PC because I like the action stuff so I don't know if I'm gonna just, uh, maybe if I maybe if it's on sale yeah I'd like when I'll it comes it on a steam sale because I'd like to see how that plays with the board Sure. because but I got pretty good at all of that control stuff those it, it was a little frustrating also I was like in an airplane seat like hunched <laughs> yeah over and stuff so it wasn't the it wasn't the the yeah, ideal uh, the ideal situation mm-hmm. um I played some Super Nintendo games while I was on vacation because I downloaded the Super Nintendo. What was your? Thing. What was the I first played, game you booted up? I played Soccer Stars. Okay. I wanted to know, that, know what that was. Is that as bad as it looks? It made me swear cool. a lot.
0: I good swear or bad swear? Then
2: I, bad swears. And Then I played Super Tennis. Yeah. That game sucks. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's
1: not good, John. Aw. No, yeah.
0: I don't get why they included those if two. You play it
1: now? It'll be so frustrating. <laughs> Played. I've played it in the years between its release yeah, it's and today. Like a, it's, I mean, I want I
2: I played a whole fucking five-set match because I was trying to, like, Damn. I was like, man, it would be really fun to have a tennis game to play again. Most and I was just sets. like, fuck this game. Yeah. Fuck this cheating-ass computer yeah. cheater.
0: See, they could have added a better tennis game. I'm not sure which one because I don't remember what tennis games there, there were. But they could have added a better soccer game with Mega Man Soccer. The best soccer game ever created.
2: I mean, they had the FIFA games on. They did. not I mean, they didn't have names for characters. It's the first FIFA game was only countries, if I remember.
1: It was always Germany. It's funny. I had to educate one of my coworkers today about the cultural history of Pro Evo soccer versus FIFA. Winning eleven. Yeah. The fact that, like, everywhere outside of the U.S., P.E.S. Pez is a much more is still a much beloved franchise. Not as much anymore. Not as but much It, it fell but, off like but, When but, Konami
0: started to go to shit
1: But there are people who are die hard Pro Evo fans who yeah. I mean it got to the point Like you, you told me Where they had to Basically FIFA just stole their control scheme And went here we go Yeah it's called classic Yeah,
2: It's called classic control Yeah it's like that's the only way I've ever played from. Uh-huh. There's no point playing your way um yeah, uh I was going to play Legend of Zelda Link to the Past um on the plane but um I was too poopy and I didn't play any games the whole way back. I was just really miserable. So You were in your head that whole time? Well, I was I mean, I or was in your I stomach was, as it I were. I was like, legitimately sick, so yeah, I didn't yeah. want to do anything.
1: No. Um so for watch Aladdin and and like, could sit there and watch Will Smith serenade contemplate you contemplate about like my... Uh-huh. Uh but um what else have you been playing, I've... man?
2: played uh some some remnant they released their adventure mode yesterday so that's really fun because you can just kind of the thing that you want to do is just kind of collect everything.
1: Um, Yeah, that's from. I was listening to them talk about it on the the play date, the fact that it lets you just re-roll sections of your world. Yeah, so before
2: you used to re-roll your whole campaign, so Mm -hmm. you'd start from the beginning. And, I mean, that's why a lot of people collected a lot of the first area stuff, because you just keep re-rolling. But it was kind (laughs) of harder to collect the latter stuff, Uh especially the stuff after the second level. The last two worlds are interchangeable. Although they don't have one of the worlds in adventure mode yet, which is weird, I don't know why. Mm courses which is kind of of the four my least favorite one it's kind of gross
1: so there's four total biomes yeah. that they have in it okay yeah just as much as this yeah yeah. but it was 30 dollars no $30. hey i'm <laughs> i there's no i was not i was not <laughs> you know. making any statement about quality i've heard that the game it looked no, I was watching them play fun of, yeah. i was making fun of this no i was i was actually looking at the the play date and that game i hadn't actually watched anybody play it yet so that thing looks cool
2: um, but kind of getting towards the end of my time with that until they start really, really releasing, like, a lot of stuff. I mean, new dungeon, uh, next week. Uh, Jared Leto's Dungeon. No, it's just called Lido's Dungeon or Leto's... Lido's Laboratory.
1: And it's going to send... 30 seconds to finish. Yeah.
0: It's going to send you a bunch of used condoms and, like, yeah, just torment point. you. Yeah,
2: I've kind of almost collected everything in that game. Um, David's almost at the level cap. So there's not much <clears> time <throat> to reroll and play with me. Oh, we re Oh, like start a new character. It's kind of no point, really, because mm. you can kind of get everybody's stuff eventually. Like it takes some getting. It's not like you just unlock it. Like you have to go looking for. No, I just meant so
1: you can play with me, and I'm not like stuff. dying every hit. Because like, doesn't it? I've heard it. It scales the level based on the highest level character. I forget. There's so many theories mm. right
2: now. Like you go to Reddit and there's a lot of theories on like because it takes into account your gear. Okay. And how and also gear in your inventory. So I don't Even know. Even stuff you're not works. wearing yeah. just like here we to go know how that works. Alright. Um and then uh I guess I've been playing a lot of Gears of War. Yeah, I was like, What the hell are you doing, then? <laughs> so like Gears of War five is on Game Pass uh-huh. and then uh Buddy Bryce wants to play it, but he's just like, We should play some of the earlier gears first and I went, Why?
1: But I mean, we played through like of half sure. of that four. <laughs> so we
2: were playing Gears Gears of War Ultimate Edition, the first one. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, it's hard to play that game. It's hard to play Gears games because I never never liked any of their controls. I think I really dislike most things about playing gears i like i like the violence i like the chainsaw i like how dumb they are because they're just big football spacemans Mm -hmm. Um, the the aesthetic is
1: always is pretty decent in those games I i mean
2: i don't know about decent i mean they're they're their necks are like so large doesn't make any sense i like i i like how dumb it is okay and it's basically Warhammer 40K except with like except you know, with dude bros. Yeah, dude bros. <laughs> dude Bros 40K. Yeah. Um I, mean, I don't like any of the writing. I don't
1: like I don't like a lot of it. That. also has Coltrane, though, which is always but, fun.
2: Yeah, it's kind of fun. But like <clears throat> but like the controls are just really mm. and then and then it runs so poorly. I don't know why Gears of War 1 Ultimate Edition runs so poorly because when we moved to Gears 4 because we played through maybe about 75% of Gears 1 And moved to Gears 4, like, all of my, like, all of my frame rate issues and stuff, perfectly fine. The only weird thing is, is that, like, um, Bryce has been getting a lot of weird artifacts and stuff. So, all the light bloom has been being weird. Um, uh, Uh my legs his legs start disappearing all right um just a lot of stuff there was one time he said uh, i look like ronald mcdonald <laughs> so it's just funny <laughs> i, was, wish oh, he I, didn't, I just hear this stuff uh-huh. he's just like oh my god what's going on and then i'm just like what what we're just walking around um yeah and then Gears of war 4 man what a fucking weird ass game
0: they're they don't game. let
2: you try. They don't let you do what you want to do for like two chapters. There's, I think, five chapters in that game, and we
1: got through like two chapters of that. One yeah, time. for the
2: first two chapters, they don't let you do the thing you want to do, which is kill some fucking aliens and have some blood and gore, because you're, all you're doing is fighting stupid robots. Yeah. But once Marcus Phoenix gets back into the game, and then that's like right where we stopped too. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then and then you start fighting aliens. And it gets a lot. It gets a lot better. Um, but. Yeah, I don't it's like the game is like fast paced but also really slow in like a weird I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I've never had that much of fondness of it, but I'm always kind of up to play it for They're some okay. dumb Th- reason. I
1: always had fun playing those co-op. I never want to play those games by me.
0: I life. always found them just a hair too slow. Like everything felt a little more lumbering than it should have been.
1: Yeah, it's just really it's just such a strange. Like it's very
2: simple. There's no I don't know. They don't really do. But anyway, the thing about about Gears 4 is that it's just like, man, I just really hate all the characters. I just wish I could play Marcus as Marcus Phoenix. I don't want to play his douchebag son (laughs) and I don't care about Kat and all of her fucking, like, quips. I just don't want... I don't want this.
1: Okay. Just, I want to fight the alien mans. I want to fight the locusts. With chainsaw. You want the
0: football spacemans to fight alien mans.
1: You want, to, you want to sit there and hold down the trigger on a single locust and expend a whole magazine and have it not die. God, that's... That's the, uh, that's the biggest qualm I have with those games is that their enemies are way too bullet That's
0: another part where I felt like it's too lumbering and slow. Like, fucking die already. Mm.
1: It's the same way I felt about that first Uncharted game when I was playing it.
0: Oh god, so yeah!
1: I've hit this guy in the head four times. He's still coming. Okay, yeah,
2: it's, it's I don't know. Bryce wants to play, it yeah. and like I guess play.
1: Ain't nothing else it's you've been playing. Fine. Um, we play one other thing, Dan. We've both been playing it.
2: Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I got Colossus and Cyclops. They're pretty cool, except uh, I don't know about Colossus' special moves, nah, but Cyclops' is special moves.
1: I was more talking about a game you purchased off the Epic Store. Oh yeah, I'm done.
2: <laughs> It's I'm okay. Done. No, no. Yeah, I've been playing Control. Yeah. I actually played it um for like 2 hours last night. Yeah. And uh it finally really clicked for me. Okay. Like I was I was I was I was kind of mad like I liked the story and the setting and stuff like that, but like the the combat was being really like yeah. boring. I I'm right there with stuff, you. But like once you fill out your powers, you get you get like evade and and throw. Yep and even S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. like, it starts to actually make sense yeah. with what's going on.
1: It's it's funny, because uh, I read, cause I started playing it, and I kind of felt the way you did. Um, and then I read a tweet by Rami Ismail about it, where he, he basically says, like, you want to play this game as, like, a cover shooter, where you're kind of really slow and methodical... Um, you, I'm guessing you can play it that way if you want to. Yeah, but he was like, the way you shouldn't, you shouldn't play it that way. You should be running in there as much as yeah. you can, getting in the, the shit, using your powers constantly. That's
2: why, I mean, that's what I wanted to do. That's yeah. why it was like really hard in the beginning to get excited about the combat, because uh, you can't do that in no. the beginning. But
1: yeah, you start to get those powers, and it's like, alright, I'm just flinging uh, ro- chunks of rocket, like three guys in a row, and they're all falling over each other. And then I've gotten to the point where I can start actually lifting up the dead body. Of guys, mm-hmm. so that's always fun to throw the enemies at the enemies. Um, but yeah, you've got so you got the dodge and the shield, as well as the you're just throwing innocent poet. At- they ain't innocent, they
2: got controlled over by nobody the innocent
1: in this place, Dan. They got controlled we all got sinned
2: by the by the sin, by the, the hiss, by the hiss.
1: They, oh they dead, Dan.
2: I shot one of them once while they were floating. Oh, and I then did I that. I felt one. bad, mm-hmm. and then I haven't done it since. No,
1: nope, I did the same thing. I was, I thought I had to shoot them or something because yeah, they I get was like, "Are you, are you bad guy?" Uh-huh. And then I shot. it It's like, "Oh, you're not bad guy." No. <laughs> now you're the bad but guy. But the creepy part is, is that they they constantly murmur like if you leave them there. So like, there's this constant din of like people murmuring stuff when you're walking around. Yeah,
2: that game is creepy as shit. Like,
1: yeah. is, I'm I'm constantly terrified by that. Unsettled. that game um one thing i have to comment on though is that everybody's like oh man those those multimedia files with the director are so awesome and i'm just like yeah they're kind of cool but like it's literally like three shots that just cycle over and over and over again and i'm just like come on guys yeah i kind of
2: so some of that stuff like i feel the i feel like the the video stuff goes on a little bit too long but that's kind of just remedy yeah that's just Remedy. Like, I mean, even in Max Payne, like, the, the little TV stuff and mm-hmm. all that stuff go on and on. Yeah, and the, you and know... That's, that's just, I mean, they just... Well, it's because you want to play a video game, <clears throat> and, like, they're actually not long segments. There was, like, one segment that was, like, one minute and 18 seconds, mm-hmm. and I was watching it, and I was just like, here And then, like, I looked at the time, it's like, it's like 58 seconds. Yeah. I was like,
1: really? I feel like I've been here for yeah. four minutes. That's the... Cause it breaks up that flow. You get into that state yeah. where you're like, I want to keep going, but that you also want to like soak in the world lore. I wish they would have done something like where you could cause it's like you have access to all that stuff from your menu all the multimedia all the tapes all that stuff they should have just had the ability to be like start playing it and then let me exit out of the menu and have it going like you know yeah
2: there was yeah whenever you find a recording out in the wild you're like oh cool recording oh that's kind of cool i'm going to keep exploring this room though and it's just like you're oh it's kind of cuts out away. and you're like, ah, okay. yeah fine i'll play you you want to control me yep that's what it is that's what it's called control but that game is that game is that game is pretty it's like, very- there the, the visuals and stuff are, like, I mean, you, you stumble upon, like, certain rooms. And mm-hmm. You can't do anything yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other thing about the game. It's strangely a Metroidvania. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah like, you, I'm
2: not... You. No joke. Like, there are things you have to go back to. Yeah. You get power so you can access certain yeah. things. Like, it's like, what? This is a Metroidvania? You can teleport around the, the fucking, like, map with, do, using, using checkpoints. Yeah. Like... What is going on here? It's funny. I gotta... There's item drops. Yeah. There's... You can deconstruct item drops because you get multiples of the same thing.
1: And you have a max amount that you can carry. And then
2: there's different... There's different, uh... There's different, uh... Fucking stats. Yeah. There's variations on stats. So you might get something a little bit better. And then there's crafting. Like, what the fuck is this game? Like... Yeah. I mean, in a good way. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess we're just throwing everything in this game.
1: Well, I love that it also has, like... Of all things, it's got, like, um... Like tasks, almost. Oh yeah, it's
2: got dailies. Yeah, you like, got your dailies. You also got timed
1: dailies. Timed quests that just pop up randomly. Yeah. Like, was, oh, by I the was, way, was, go here.
2: I was like about to. Egg, I was about to leave for the night, and then like, and then I saw the thing, and I was like, I guess I'm gonna go do this, and I got wasted. Was, like, I have like, to do it. Like, it was like mission failed. I was just like, what is this game? <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: I think the answer. It's from Remedy.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, this is probably like. Their coolest, like, kind of departure from the norm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've thrown in a lot of stuff in this game um, while keeping it a very remedy game. Um,
1: it's my favorite of theirs that I've played. I think just from the way it plays to actually like the storyline. Like, I I enjoyed how bad good Quantum Break was for me anyway. But like, I wish I had been able to deal with their poor controls in Alan Wake and their combat so that I could have gotten through that story because I heard it was good. <coughs> um, but yeah it is it's cool i'm I'm enjoying it the
2: yeah it's 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 really it's 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 gotten better as I keep playing it and like I mean the opening quint's pretty yeah and like uh yeah I like how like the stuff morphs I mean I was I was looking at one control point that was hissed affected or whatever and like every time it would vibrate because it was in the corner the walls around it would like like bulge yep. and ripple yeah and it was just like wow the stuff we can do in video games now
1: is cool mm-hmm. And like I think I mentioned to you, Dan, I really, I really do appreciate the fact that you could conceivably navigate that game without ever bringing up the map.
2: I mean, you have to because have the to, map, yeah. the map is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the gameplay tricks on you. Uh-huh. It's tricksy. It's because it's, like, like I went through one door. was, a, I guess, a, this is the way I go. Very in the very beginning. Yeah, that I did some me stuff out too. And I didn't, I didn't <clears> double back. <throat> nope. I didn't double back, but I went out another door and I was back in the same place like and it wasn't a loading screen. Like I was back in the lobby. Like you start in the lobby, right? And then you're like you go up and then you're and like, okay, there's right. just one door mm-hmm. I can go mm-hmm. through. So you go through that door and you go through this whole sequence thing and you come out another door and you're back in the lobby. And they do it so I mean, obviously they just rebuilt the lobby, right? It's another mm-hmm. it's another room in the thing and then there's like one one of the paintings are is like a door now. And so you're kind of like you know how they do it? Like it's just another room. Mm-hmm that in the in the level in the long level
1: thing. But it kinda freaks you out because you're like, Oh, am I in the I literally did like I thought I was like, did I take a wrong turn? And yeah. I literally walked all the way back and went, Oh yeah. okay.
0: So this game is the Stanley parable.
1: Kinda. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's yeah you- they take some they take some stuff from that. So like it's I mean it's really cool. Like they do a lot of like small little like things like that. So you got to the hotline, right? I am now currently I turned on the generator okay. turned on the the coolant yeah, okay. and uh, I even did one of the side quests the field training stuff yep, yep. and then um, I, I really like opened the, I hope I did the over overdri I don't know what it did you unlock all of the all of the area and that's
1: why I, I love the I love the hotel oh yeah the over the, the, the ocean view yeah I liked how you got there <laughs> yeah. like I liked the 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 subtle way like I, they're very good about their environmental puzzle solving stuff yeah like I think that's really fun like I I enjoy when you can piecemeal that they, the...
2: they do a good they they make everything really spooky it's like a Twin Peaks spooky mm-hmm. plus. I don't know, like the horror eerie, episodes, of X Files, Eerie Indiana, like the, like not even the horror episodes. It's the, not really yeah, horror, yeah. right? It's not like it's not like fucking mom underneath the the bed, X Files. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I brought it up. I brought it up. Oh yeah. now, that's horror. We all know that. Yeah, that's yeah. some fucking horror.
0: That's one that this makes is, you feel dirty.
2: This is in the way where like you kind of the unsettling thing where you're kind of like is anything really real like what is going on and then like you have also this thing in your in your brain mm-hmm. That it, that like you as the player, like your character knows what it is, but you as a player are not really privy to everything. She says, yeah. I think it's. I think it's also hilarious that she talks to. The, so so when you talk to somebody, every so often they'll cut to her, and uh-huh. then she'll say something in her head about reacting to that to what yeah. they're saying. And sometimes it's I mean, actually a lot of times it's really good, but sometimes it is fucking really corny, uh-huh. but in a in a fun way. In a remedy way, yeah. Because Remedy's really corny. They, they man, I wish they really were still making the Max Payne games. I wish it wasn't a Rockstar thing. Because like Max Payne three was just basically a Rockstar story. You know, it's is there a remedy game? Yeah,
1: yeah because
2: there's a whole sequences in in, in Max Payne and Max Payne two where you're where you're walking on blood tendrils trails, of yeah. blood. I remember
1: that. Yeah, I remember. I never played it. but while I a baby's Superman, crying,
2: yeah. man, I got so freaked out of that game, I had to stop. And this game freaks me out, like, a bunch. Like, client kind of, kind of so, a lot.
1: So, when you were in the power plant the first time, did you have the instance where, you, like, it, it felt super quiet and then one of the new enemies just kind of appeared? Yeah. That, that terrified me. Because I wasn't even expecting anything. And I just happened to turn the camera around, and I went, Aah! and I just started running away from the enemies. Was that those those really big guy? No, it was the ones that explode. Oh,
3: yeah. They just
1: kind of, like, appeared, and I was like, oh, oh no. no. I found, um...
2: So, I was walking to, like, one of the doors, because there's a big circular yeah, room, yeah. and I was walking to one of the doors I needed to go to, and then, so I was, like, really far away, and then they opened the doors, and then they kind of piled out, oh. and they started running at me. See, I must I was have been just, looking the other
1: direction when those doors opened, because, like, yeah. I, It was,
2: like, far in the distance, okay. like, I, and then I was just like, what the fuck is that? And then I shot one of them, and they blew up, and I was like, oh, okay, well, these guys are... Oh, God, they're not easy. <laughs> no, my favorite is when I run up... I ran up to a dude and I have the throw on and I throw the thing or or it hits the wall next to me but it it is an exploding thing oh, and I, I get almost I hate killed. that uh, it's ha-
1: that happened to me like three times in a row during a during like a one fight that I started out because. I kept grabbing the same exploding thing without realizing it, that it was an exploding thing, and when you get in the the heat of combat, you're just like, I just need to grab something, and it doesn't really, you're not really sure what you're grabbing, but you know you can throw it at the guy, and half the time it's like, oh, this is a canister that's gonna blow up. I gotta be far away if I throw this.
2: The thing that happens to me a lot in the Ash plane. like, I'll fall off the edge. Oh, no! Yeah, because it's... Cause I mean I actually followed the directions this Uh time when they're like, "Hey, turn the brightness until you can't see this thing," and so like the astroplane is hella dark, and I'm like running, and I'm just like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs)
1: because
2: there's like a little gap, just like, oh yeah, I'm just going, I'm just going. (laughs) That's
1: That's right. I went to I went to one of those uh, a room where it was just it was all black and it had a bridge that was like half a bridge. And I was looking around, I'm like, okay, is there something funny here? Yeah, is there like is there like a leap of faith thing or something? So the first time I'm like, Alright, here we go. Wee And I'm like, Nope (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the first time I was going to the Overlook, uh-huh. it was just like it was like
2: uh, I opened the the gate in yeah. front, and I didn't know I had to I had to I think press the button or whatever, uh-huh. or I forgot what it was. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, the 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 ledge probably going to pop up right sci- when I'm walking. Well, along. no, I just thought it was like a psychic thing. Oh, yeah. I just it run was, straight. Yeah. <laughs> You know uh, how like sometimes are just the invisible yeah, bridge? Yeah, I thought I did all the things uh-huh. for the invisible bridge yep. and I just ran
1: straight off of it. <laughs> they're like <"A> director? uh director? <laughs> um,
0: are you okay? <laughs> yeah. It's, no I'm not.
1: It's very good. I'm I had much more fun yesterday playing it.
2: Once I got evade, everything yeah. started coming together. Yeah. Like I could actually play it how I
1: want. And then the shield is very yeah. helpful in Yeah, the shield's pretty helpful. But I you can I build really build it out differently, yeah. and, and like, like I've it. just been maxing out that throw da- that launch damage so that, that the the telekinesis throw is just wrecking shop, which I like a lot. So it's fun. Is that all you've been <clears thinking? throat> I have good news.
0: Good news, everybody!
1: I finished Fire Emblem while we were on hiatus. Three Wait, Houses. No, yes, I did. Nope. I beat, I beat it. the, I, I beat the. Saw you I beat the Golden Deers You're playthrough. I am still playing it because as soon as I finished the Golden Deer playthrough, I booted it up and started a a Blue Lions playthrough because that game's really good, guys. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but Three Houses is quite exceptional. Um, they do a very good thing with their new game plus which is they give you a currency that you get throughout the game called Renown that you can spend on um, upgrading certain aspects of your playthrough to make it faster. So the first time you get to start exploring the campus, you have a little book in your your quarters that you can spend on a bunch of different things. The first thing I maximized is the professor level, because that determines how many activities you can do when you do each of the specific things at the monastery, whether it's going out and exploring the campus or doing your weekly instruction with the students um so i've already maxed out my professor level so now i should be able to recruit even more people this time than i did through my first playthrough and then that carries over through each subsequent playthrough so if you play it a third time you'll still be able to you'll have more renown to actually spend on that stuff
0: i still think the best two new game plus options were either chrono trigger or you just keep all your shit but i know that can't quite work with this type of setup the other one that's really good was Lufia Two, where you could just say, "Give me four times the experience and gold from every single fight." Yeah. It's like you never grind again.
1: I will say it took me about 120 hours to get through the first playthrough, but that's because I spent the last 20 or so grinding out my characters uh, so that they could have the um, their master class, like their highest level class abilities for each of them. Um, so none of my characters were on Bush League at the end. Um, which was funny because I saw Patrick Klepik's tweet about the, the final battle in that game. And he was like, oh man, that's a real difficulty spike. And honestly, because I had done so much grinding, I kind of breezed through it. Like it was still a little rougher than most of the missions. Um, but I, because I had spent all that time leveling up my characters, I felt like I was rewarded for it, which was good. Um, It just meant my characters were, like, that much better than any of the the final boss enemies. But that final, the the main guy, like, usually you have to kill one person to end the mission. But that last character that I would kill was still a motherfucker, which Mm -hmm. they always seem to do. Like, you could have, like, the most max level character ever, but when you try to fight that guy with certain characters, because it'll give you the preview of, like, hey, here's how much damage you're going to take approximately, um... Uh, like all of my mages, whenever I would be like, all right, let's see what's going to happen. How much damage can I do to them? They would have all died if I had tried to attack him at all. So it was basically all my beefy characters doing, doing, uh, hit and run tactics on him. Um, and using their flight abilities. Cause most of my strongest characters were either riding Wyverns or Pegasi. So it was quite, quite good, but still a little touch and go. Pegasi. Multiple, multiple Pegasus. Although somebody would has argued that it's not Pegasus because there's only one named Pegasus.
0: Pegasi? Pegasus? Pegasus Rex?
1: Pegasuses? Should I just say
0: Pegasuses? Peggy. Peggy 18. No.
1: Um, flying Horses. Yeah, Flying Horses. I played a couple other games. Um... I finally got back into a game I saw at PAX and then bought as soon as it was uh, available, or as soon as I got back from seeing it that day at PAX. It's a game called Monster Sanctuary. Um, it's
0: like Monster Hunter, except the monsters are now trying to get a sanctuary where they're safe from you. Okay,
1: it's not there. You, you would probably, you. I don't know if you would enjoy this game, but it's a Metroidvania-style game, it looks like, 2D platformer. Um, but the battle, the combat in the game is turn-based, and it's like Pokemon. Because you are finding monsters throughout the world via little eggs that you can hatch. And you can have a team of three that is basically doing all the fighting for you.
0: So you're pretty much lazy and just making oh, yeah. other people do your yes. shit. <laughs> yes, you're doing,
1: they're not people, they're monsters. So they're, they're, they're your servants, Kevin. That's why they do the work for they're you.
0: They're pocket monsters.
1: No, they walk around with you. Oh, uh, I saw Detective Pikachu.
0: Wasn't that kind of a fun movie?
1: Yeah, it's a fun movie. Uh, I, I mean, still need to watch it. Yeah. It's but fun. you already you told me the, 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 fine. the end of it. I it's would fun.
0: say, if not the best, it's definitely in the top four best video game adaptations into a movie. Because yeah. it's watchable. Yep. Either that, or like Dan was saying earlier, there's a Prince of Persia movie. Oh, we should all watch that. Oh, I, and, have that and and watch I have watched that. And there's an Assassin's Creed movie.
1: I've watched that. None of y'all should watch <laughs> that either.
0: And a Hitman movie? I have oh, not watched that. I have watched I that. Have watched that. Timothy Olyphant.
2: I think me and me and you watched it.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The one with Timothy Olyphant.
1: I knew he was in one of them. There's more than one though. Yeah, I know. I
0: don't remember. When it's shit, it all blends together. Yeah. Poop is poop.
1: But so Monster Sanctuary is pretty cool. Um, the 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 monsters all have skill trees that you can upgrade. This is apparently an early access game. Um, but I've played about An hour and a half of it so far And it seems pretty robust um, It's fun But yes, it's a, mon- it's a sanctuary for monsters, Kevin I have a little blob I got a I got a uh, got a bird And I got a wolf, who's my spirit animal Because you choose one at the beginning That's your spirit animal And they all give you
0: I always go with like uh, Charizard first.
1: They all give you uh, it, like certain navigation special, or, or special abilities while you're just you know, while you're traversing the world. Like the one of the characters, the wolf has the ability to like break walls. Um, the bird can help you hover. So if you're trying to get to platforms that seem out of reach, you can do that. But it's cool. It's 2D pixel art. It's pretty great. I like it anyway. Fans of the genre should check it out.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And that's it. We're done.
0: I have a. Um... I was reading a important tweet. Sure, it is from best of uh, next door. Okay,
1: next door. If you're not aware, is
0: an app. <laughs> it's for Twitter audience. for old people. The weather is getting nicer. My son Jericho, not vaccinated, never wants to make it in by curfew. I am planning on moving his bedroom outside. I'm not looking for this post to turn into a debate, Rebecca. Just looking for recommendations <laughs> for outdoor furniture. Rebecca on blast. Fuck it gets better though. It. Just looking for recommendations for outdoor furniture for a two year old boy's room. His favorite color is yellow. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> Call the cops on that lady.
0: Response was IKEA maybe um as it went as it Went be so costly, and most of their kids' furniture is not made of wood. Depending on your yard size, you may buy a yurt if you have that type of funds. Also, what does not being vaccinated have to do with him being a mini Tarzan kiddo? Is there a requirement to have your kids vaccinated be outdoors after dark? Seems it is irrelevant to the question. Fuck off. (laughs) This world exists.
3: Oh,
1: you're my best friend.
0: <laughs> In a word, I must defend. Okay, how about some news?
1: Let's let's do this quick. Let's let's power through the
0: news. Telltale is back. No, it's not. Everyone got so excited. Jason Schreier wrote a very good article that there are two people unrelated to Telltale who are bringing back the name and the IPs. Bought, it is not they Telltale. Bought,
1: they bought the name. They have mentioned that they want to, would like to bring as many of the developers back as possible. Freelance. As freelancers, fuck off.
0: Of which, it has been a year. Hopefully all of these devs have gotten new jobs.
1: And if they don't, they're probably not going to want to work as a freelancer. I'm sorry.
0: And not essentially for the rotting husk of where they got fucked. Yeah, they did not come back.
1: That's the name of my favorite porno. The rotting husk from where they got fucked.
0: (laughs) Yakuza Seven was announced, and it will be a turn-based RPG.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I was apprehensive until I saw a tweet yesterday. Where they showed what one of the summons looks like. Did you see the video of the summon? Did you no,
0: see that? not yet. Okay.
2: So basically, the guy pulls out his smartphone and Spikes swipes it a million a times, lot of times, and then like <laughs> puts his hand up
1: in the air dramatically. And
2: goes bing, and then and then a bunch of lobsters fall from the sky. All right, they form into one big lobster.
0: Lobster, and then they stab the
2: guy in the eye.
1: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> The best part was. So it's Yakuza.
0: Oh, so it's going to be a serious game. Yeah, it's too serious. Oh. So after it
1: stabs him in the head and it, it jumps off, it does a little pose, and oh, then they yeah. cut back to the real, the real, or the the actual battle. Eight damage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yep, let's spend thirty seconds on this summon to do eight damage." You know, I
0: I you, still remember they showed Turn Based Yakuza as an April Fools' yep, joke, and did. little did we know. They everybody. Apparently, April Fools' in Japan does not mean the same thing no, as in no. the U.S. It means serious time.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fantastic to me that. I mean, I mean, they made
1: how many of those games? Six. Plus the three or four spinoffs that they've made. for yeah. Well,
0: so, seven could zero. Yeah, zero. Yeah, and so plus, that. you might as well say eight with Judgment.
2: Yeah, so they've made like <laughs> almost a dozen of those games. Yep. I mean, might as well.
0: Plus, also, I, you know what? If you want weird as fuck, well, they, they're always going weird as fuck well, for you. The,
1: like the, I think we were talking about this. They mentioned the fact that like, the... The Yakuza series they're going to experiment with, but the Judgment series has been successful enough that they're going to keep that probably the same with the the brawling combat and that stuff. So if you're looking for that in your quote-unquote Yakuza-style game, you'll still have an option for it with that series.
0: And also when the devs said they are trying out turn-based combat, if people do not like it, they'll they'll reconsider what they do in the future.
1: But I am more confident now after seeing that that this is going to be the they're going to manage the right tone because the some of the best parts about the Yakuza combat was the heat actions which you wanted to see how ridiculous they could be.
0: oh yeah and they would be pretty much the equivalent of watching yep. a turn-based move yep also there was let's see some other fun news nba 2k20 had their trailer showing off all oh, yeah, of their yeah. amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. um surprise mechanics surprise mechanics that are fucking slot machines in a time where people are calling loot boxes gambling and people keep insisting no it's not gambling it's surprise mechanics you have a fucking slot machine It's like
2: those (laughs) sports leagues are like, oh, we don't want you to portray bad stuff, but then, like, we'll let you have... A gambling...
3: Yeah, it's just like, I
2: want to be... I want to go to Vegas with my NBA friends and, like, uh, do up some hookers and blow.
1: No, you can't do that. Like real sportsmen do. Nope, not in this game, Dan. But hey, the story this year's got Idris Elba in it. Sure. (laughs) Uh, I'm
2: not uh, man I was so excited about that was a couple years ago when I got 3? it on the or, switch oh yeah it was the one I'd I remember that yeah. Yeah. I was like oh man I'm gonna play this I can play the like, go oh. and the story was so bad and then like upgrading your character you have to do all of this fucking second life yeah. bullshit yeah or buy stuff VC I was just like
1: man I'm not gotta buy those VC uh okay. coins Dan no
0: all right here's some good news. I found out that three of the Kickstarters I backed, like, years ago, they're all coming out. Sure. So, Indivisible, which is...
1: I played that at PAX, actually.
0: It is the RPG from the creators of Skullgirls. That's coming October 8th. It is a cool-looking game. Yep. It goes off of some ideas that I believe is Valkyrie... uh, Profile. Profile used. It's it's a... It has kind of a Metroid-y type of... Yep. Jumping and platforming, yeah, no, I mean, but I, then you go in combat where each of the face buttons is a different, different character, character who has an active time meter filling up, and, and they
1: have a maximum <clears> number of actions per character based on the type of character they are. Like the, your, the main character that I was playing had mm. four button presses that she could do with her actions, while well, you know before it would re, you'd have to recharge. Um, and then there's a healer who had only one action. So it, the, the way they've described it, and I didn't get enough time with it to get into to figure out the combat combos or the flows, but you're supposed to be able to time those button presses, like so you're supposed to be able to, you know, like hit XXY and then XX again, you know, just as an example, to combo the enemies with the the actions that you have with the four characters. And then the traversal stuff, it is basically like a platformer, Metroidvania style, where you're using different abilities to get to different areas in the the open world stuff. And
0: the artwork is really cool, very very cartoony in a good way.
1: I enjoyed my time with it so much that they kicked me off on Monday because they're like, we got to cycle people
0: in. Hey, so dude, get the fuck out. I off. was only on it for like
1: 15, 20 minutes at the most, but they only had two stations, so.
0: But that game, I backed that, like, I want to say 2014-ish. It's been a long time, but. Looks good. It's cool that it's coming out. Uh, Pine, which is a game kind of a weird, it's almost a Molyneux in theory type of thing. Where you lost me, kid. I mean not Mawanu's how what he does, but his type of idea of you have a world with some unique animal creatures in it.
1: And then when you get to the center of the cube, you get to tell us what what the next game is gonna be. No,
0: you get to be like part of the team of the next game. Can't
1: wait to know what's in you
0: might say it piqued your curiosity?
1: Damn, I have a secret. What? It was in you all along.
0: I have a secret. Back during, like, the first few podcasts we did when it was in your room uh-huh. at the old place. Uh-huh. And we had, like, computer fans and oh, yeah. room fans. And uh-huh. I was playing, playing Curiosity oh, yeah. during that. You
1: know, I played that. I tapped the cube for a long time. <clears throat> when you find the super t- taps, <clears throat> blow ups, bigger sections.
0: But yeah. th- this game Pine, it's coming out real soon. It's actually kind of a cool. Like, you're exploring a world. There's a lot of different animal... Creatures that are, like, different tribes of races of whatever. It looks like a real cool, like, somewhat mellow, but also kind of intense at the same time, survival-y type of game. Jenny LeClue, which is a kind of an old school going back to, like, Maniac Mansion type of adventure game. You know, the side-scrolling okay. adventure. That's coming out soon. It's about girl detective. Looks kind of cool. Kind of quirky. They didn't say exactly when it's coming out, but it sounds like in the next couple of months. So, I'm kind of happy. Well, this is one they said they're not going to announce it's getting ready to come out until it's actually coming out. So, I'm kind of happy about that. And then on top of that, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition is coming to the Switch next year. That was
1: part of their direct that they had while we were uh, (coughs) uh, away.
0: I've heard really good things about that game. It came out on the Wii. I did not get on the Wii because... The Wii? I mean...
1: Oh,
2: there's going to be a new Star Wars game on Switch. Yeah, baby! You know, the best... Jedi Knight 2. The
1: best Jedi Knight game. <laughs> I don't care what people say, 2 is the best, not 3. 3 Academy? Yeah. Yeah, 2. Many, <laughs> many a a, uh, a a night spent with the PC uh, before they patched it when Death Blow, you could basically just swing your mouse around in the air as you were jumping at the guy to try and hit him. Um, we have, but we also have very fond memories of the original Star Wars, Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight, multiplayer. Jesus, the fucking naming convention. It's great. Worse. It's so great. It's, Dark, Forces. It? Dark Forces. Dark uh-huh. Dark Forces Sh- 2, Jedi Knight. And then Jedi, Jedi Knight II, 2, Jedi Outcast. And then Jedi 3, Jedi... Jedi Academy. And then in the middle of those two is the expansion to Jedi Knight, which is Mysteries of the Sith. <laughs> but yes, Jedi Outcast... My favorite of those games, even though I really love the FMV sequences in Jedi Knight, because they're so bad, they're good. It was it was also the fact that this was before the prequels, so this is the first time like, live action <coughs> stuff was being done with Star Wars, even though it was on a pixelated PC screen at super low quality.
0: Hey, Wing Commander style. Yeah,
1: no, I, that, I, man, Wing Commander 3, it was very much in that, that milieu. Um... But yes, those those cutscenes are <clears throat> spectacular.
0: And then, of course, we also talked about, but the Super Nintendo games are on Switch. as Yeah. Which, the choices are some weird fucking ones. Yeah. Including Joe and Mac 2, of which, I know, Dan, you're probably dying to try that after you and I played Joe and Mac that one time. Oh,
2: Joe and Mac's not good. <laughs> it includes... I liked your your
1: <sighs> extra pause there, Dan, to Joe it's... and Mac's... Uh... I was like, not, do I want to make the joke? No. The game is the it, joke. No. I don't want to miss <laughs> the Honesty, above all things, when it comes to Joe and Mac.
0: But they have Super Metroid, yep. a real good game.
1: The bangers. They picked that.
0: It bangers. had Zelda, Link to a Past. Yeah. Breath of Fire, which is an interesting one. I like that game. I'm That's not going to complain about it. Yeah. But it's an interesting choice. Demon Crest, which. I thought I was the only person who remembered that I game. Remember. That was the last Super Nintendo game I bought. I don't mean as in, and then I moved on PlayStation. I mean, I had that game when I was a kid. I sold it off to Funko Land to buy other games. Mm-hmm. And then I rebought it about seven or eight years ago off of eBay because I, I really liked that game. It's,
1: it's, it, I remember it was a uh, Nintendo Power cover, if I'm not mistaken.
0: And it was um, kind of a Metroidvania of sorts. But, that with started
1: the demon from Ghost and Gobble. Start
0: Firebrand. Yeah. And you could turn into different elemental gargoyles. Yeah. It was kind of a really cool game. It's hard as shit. I haven't played it on the Switch yet, but when I bought it off of eBay, I plugged it in, and I was like, oh. But the oh, good thing
1: about these versions is that they have rewind. a feature, so which, that was smart.
0: Which is even better than like a save state, because save state, you could fuck up and accidentally hit save yep. when you meant load, yep. Yep. which is the worst. Yeah. Instead, just rewind back, try again, keep rewinding. Yeah. It's all good.
1: No increased cost, nothing like that for the Switch Online service, just included as part of the Switch Online subscription.
0: And then... Um, Deadly Premonitions Origins has come out to the Switch. You might recall it as Deadly Premonitions in the past. It's now it's Origins.
1: Just, it's just singular, Premonition.
0: Deadly Premonition yeah. Origins. And then. N- and coming soon. I,
1: like, I was legitimately like, what the <laughs> fuck when I saw that?
0: I love the giant bomb <laughs> oh, reaction because. <yeah>. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, the best is Jeff's like initial. Jeff initially going, oh yeah, of course he'd bring that out. Because he's like, oh, it's just de- deadly premonition. premonition. And then when he saw that, you see the title card pop up:
0: Deadly just, Premonition huh? Two: A Blessing in Disguise. Being developed with Sweary sure. Oh, I mean, that hey. came out of fucking nowhere. That was awesome.
1: Be good giant bomb content, at least. I really hope they play through it or do something with it that's more than just a like you know thirty minute quick look because that would be fun. Bring back
0: the endurance run.
1: They still owe us a Shenmu 2 Endurance Run. Damn it. I know it might have broken Vinny that first game. Oh. Especially <laughs> the, the I'm gonna wait in this office until somebody comes back and then he got kicked out of the office and then it closed on him. <laughs> and then he went No! No! Uh, this is
3: did they take my money? No.
1: Or when he went to the one place and he missed it by like a minute cuz it clo- that was was that the same place where he was running up to it and he <laughs> yeah, saw it close on him. And he tried and wedging he into he had the game. To go The next minutes, day, yeah, was
2: like the 20 minute like endurance run episode. Yeah. He's like, "Nope, not doing this."
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, good stuff. Um but you know Jeff Gersman, Brad Shoemaker. Yeah, they could do an endurance run. Hey, they were both tied in.
1: Fingers into... crossed, you know. Or yeah, yeah who <laughs>
2: did you want to do the endurance run?
1: Honestly, I think Ben would be good with one of them.
2: Yeah, maybe Ben and Brad,
1: or Ben and Jeff. Ben and Brad and Brad and Jeff would be good. Yeah. I think
2: Ben and Brad is a pretty good combo. They're very. But they yeah. don't normally. Use...
0: Yep, I could see Jason being fun with that also. Yeah, Jason. Right. I want
1: Jan. Just Jan chiming in. They should just make Jan play through both of the games. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on you. No.
0: See, that's one that's... You to
1: play that, right? I tried to play like an hour of that once, yes. yeah. And I was just like, oh, man. These are bad. This game is really
0: bad. I start watching the endurance runs of it again. Mm-hmm. I love that point when um, it's the Vinny run... The one with Vinny and Ryan, <laughs> because they did yeah. Too, right? yeah, yeah they, had, they did too. They too there was Vinny, Brad, and Ryan, and Brad and Jeff, Brad and
1: Jeff, and so much time. For it. Yeah,
0: is Vinny <laughs> when he finally discovered you could shoot the gun infinite? Because <laughs> they're saving the gun for so long. Like I only have like fourteen bullets. Then eventually it reloads, and it's like, oh, what? <laughs> they're shooting boxes, yeah. shoot everything. Yeah. Um,
1: I was listening to the Waypoint podcast this morning, and Patrick was talking about that game, and he mentioned that the best way to play that is to put the combat or the difficulty on easy, and then have a guide so that you don't miss any of the weird stuff. So I don't know.
0: What makes me sad? I cannot watch that on my Roku with the you know the beta channel mm-hmm. for um, their endurance runs don't go back that far like what you can access through the roku channel Hmm. so like it can only do i think it caps out like a hundred videos you could have on any of their subjects and because of that endurance run doesn't split up by season like it does on computer on the roku app it just lays them all out so i could go through shinmu i could go through um uh chrono trigger and i could go was it Persona? Persona was, Four was the other one. Was we did. was that first or after?
1: After what? Deadly Premonition. Deadly Premonition. It was after, I think. I think that was their second endurance run. Okay, I, think. Then. I can't remember offhand.
0: Whatever it is, I only get like eight episodes of whatever was before Chrono Trigger, and it's like, oh, because yeah. I want to. Bree is intrigued by Deadly Premonition. It's like, hey, if you want to know what it's about, the best way here we go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, was like, oh, never mind. Here I we mean, don't.
1: Honestly, that that was they, they were the they they helped me get caught up on the Metal Gear series before Five came out, so I knew what was going on. Thanks to Dan Ranker and your Scanlan.
0: Oh yeah, those are some of the best videos. Yeah,
1: they're good. Um. So yeah, Nintendo Direct. That was a pretty much. I mean, they had they talked about a bunch of cool stuff and Banjos and Smash.
0: Terry Bogard's coming to Smash. Terry
1: Bogard's coming to Smash. That that sequence was really good the snk sequence i enjoyed that yeah and are you are we of the mindset that the neo geo boot up logo is the best music of all time as brad argued mm, i like the old bit and i mean yeah the, the
2: the yeah it's all white and they have the mm-hmm. laser
1: the the capcom tone for the super nintendo was quite good too
2: yeah the old school sega stuff i mean it's kind
1: of hard to yeah know. And, or for a console boot up
0: noise, I for oh, console, console boot up, I the GameCube console. is kind of really good.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, PlayStation One was pretty good. That PS2
0: was... also whipped out like. Yeah. Well,
1: PlayStation One was surprising because of how long it went on with that little musical cue. the The GameCube one was short and sweet. GameCube was like boom, boom. But yes, the the long forgotten age of. I mean, the Xbox One X has this weird, like, pulsating noise, and it shows a circuit board when it boots up, so...
2: I mean, I was looking up Mr. Stuff because of the Neo Geo stuff they were playing on. Yeah.
1: That driving game, the, <sighs> the rally one that he was playing, I have never heard of that game ever. Yeah. That thing looked crazy. I was like, wait a minute, this it's was good. an arcade game? It's pretty good. It's hella hard. Wow. Um,
2: But yeah, looking into Mr. Stuff
1: it's,
0: it's a lot. beyond the pale yeah There's you
2: not a i was like is there like a way i can just get a bundle and then just get everything that i need for to play to do neo geo stuff and i was like mm, nope not yet not yet not yet it'll, it'll
1: get there out. probably back up yeah back up
0: i mean it's kind of like that's what it, brad was saying basically i was like
1: i'm like yeah i'm with you brad if they come up with like a here buy the mister here's what you need and you can just buy a package i would probably yeah do if i could play sega cd stuff
2: and if i think i would
0: yeah. That's what, all I want see. see, it makes me think of, like, you know, at one point, I was, I want to get Mugen for, um, for Extra Life, like a couple years ago. And I was like, you get the game, Which then version? Yeah. you have to pop in Which each pack? character, and you go through, and oh. No, you can find okay. those crazy
1: packs, because I found that one that had ended up with Nude Psylocke, and then we had problems.
0: <laughs> Luckily, I can move off the screen. Yes. Dan, just kill me. Kill me, Dan. Oh, yeah. Oh, the man. worst thing was who requested that game, since it's my sister-in-law, who is very much into video games, yeah. but also a religious person, very religious. It's
1: all natural. Body, <clears> natural <throat> thing. It's, yeah, got you.
0: And it was announced after whoever comes after Terry Bogard.
1: More fighters. <laughs> you call him. Bogard. I spoke wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Bogard. I, I might call <laughs> him like <kind of> <laughs> Terry
0: Bogard. Uh, Actually,
1: let it go. I'm that's, just letting like, go. That's what
0: that's, some fits, friends. That's, you know that's what? Called, evil version of hey, hey, Terry Bogard. Hey, Terry Bogard. What's go going Bogert. on, buddy?
1: Boger. A Dingo terror Boger. but it, um, comes out boom. of the chest and then he's the, what you fear most. Oh god. And then you have to use ridiculous on him to get him out of your. Yeah? Harry Potter! Come here. Eh? Anyways, yes. Uh, that direct was good. They had a lot of good stuff on there.
0: Animal Crossing is going to be a crafting
1: game now? Every game's a survival game, I don't Kevin. Know.
0: Although they added the coolest fucking thing for any Animal Portable Crossing. Over the pole for going over the water because it sucks when you're like, I just want to be on your side of the river but I need go the bridge, which is like eight screens up. Instead it's like, I'm just going pole vault. Yep. Fuck y'all. While we're gone, the games industry had a me too type of moment where everything went to shit where the most important thing to say about this, because it dealt with Sexual abuse, it dealt with emotional abuse, physical abuse, also workplace abuse, worker, you know, Mm -hmm. pretty shitty treatment of people. Important thing about all of this, above all else, do not fucking dogpile on people. Watching what is going on is the fucking stupidest shit.
1: It's horrible. Believe the accusers.
0: Yes, and that does not mean you automatically think that those they accuse are wrong, are horrible, and need, I hate this term, cancel culture. But it means if somebody comes forth with some sort of, you know, allegation of something, believe them to the extent, support them. You know, there is nothing, my favorite thing, when people go, you know, believe them because there is nothing they have to gain. And watching some of the the. Worst people on the internet say all the money. What what money are they're not getting money from this? They're not taking people to court. They're they're speaking out about the abuses they suffered because they don't want to see other people suffer these abuses as well. It is the fucking worst people who have to step in on all of this.
1: Speaking of worst people, PewDiePie was in the news last week.
0: For a good thing. He was going to donate $50,000 to the, what's it, the Defamation League?
1: Sure. But he didn't. Because Nazis are assholes.
0: Because all of these people, the worst people of the internet, decided to say is a conspiracy that he is controlled by the Jews.
1: So he came on in a video wearing an iron cross. Yeah, you know. <sighs> oh, that's real? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like a... I don't think that was fake, no. Oh. I don't believe that was a... I, I just,
2: I didn't even look into it. I just thought, oh, I, that must, that's too on the nose. I
1: saw, I, I, I was with you for a second. I'm like, there's no way he did that. And then I saw a Twitter thread where somebody was basically, like, saying, like, you wearing that is, like, no. People, people who try to argue with you about that not being what it is, like, the people who say, oh, well, the Nazi symbol used to mean something else, is
0: bullshit so like yeah. oh, swastika came from like eastern mm-hmm. religions where it meant like good luck and long life but that's not what anybody that's not what it is, it is anymore it yeah
1: so when he also, makes a we're video we
2: are not you're not East Asian, so yeah. South
0: Asian, like, so. you're not hindi yeah.
1: so when he's wearing indie, it maybe i'll maybe i would think that so when he's wearing it in a video talking about not making that donation but was he at the iron cross
2: or the swastika it was the iron cross
1: oh he is basically doing the the OK symbol that has become popular to everybody, saying "I see you." Yeah, that's why there's no cancel. Like I would cancel
0: that yeah. one. Yeah, no, because the whole thing with cancel culture, the people who get canceled are those who have allegations against the people with the alt right nut job fans. <laughs> PewDiePie has those who cancel as his fans. It, Anyways, so. I don't even know what his name is. The former number two of Twitch. I think he's now like the number one streamer uh, since Ninja left. Looks like he's looking at his permanent suspension. Supposedly, if Twitch follows their guidelines, because they say three strikes and you're permanently suspended.
1: Yeah, but that's only if they want
0: to. Well, that applies to everyone.
1: Except Dr. Disrespect. Except the high-up streamers. People make the money.
0: But he... Oh no! Use some n bombs again. He is want to do that.
3: Do, yeah. remember, yeah.
0: <clears throat> I have to say, I find it amazing who who keeps fucking up and sticking around through all of this. Yeah. See what's good? You know what's good on the internet? There are people like half coordinated. Yeah, watch his streams. He is super fucking positive. Mm-hmm. And just the good guy. There's plenty of people out there. Dwango AC. If you want to follow a streamer who's very entertaining, who could use your support right now, he got fired from his longtime job, Bummer. or laid off, I should say, and he put out, I believe, a Patreon asking people, hey, do you want me to actually do, like, Tazbot full-time? Yeah. His stuff is really cool, especially when he has his kids on, because he has two kids, a son and daughter, who have a lot of cool, like, they're young, like I want to say about eight years old sure. on average. They have some real cool perspectives on these games that are being speed ran. And it's a real positive, real good stream.
1: So I will recommend, <clears throat> thanks to Dan who discovered this on his vacation, we recommend a YouTuber this week. Oh, yeah.
2: Let us know, Dan. Tell us.
1: The Craftsman. Is it Steady the Craft? S- the Steady Craft.
2: No, no T in Craftsman. He is. Uh, uh, uh... He appears as a puppet sometimes, but he does uh, crafting, so he does a lot of uh, like jewelry or resin molds, uh, sometimes with toys and stuff like that. Uh, he also does some stop motion thing, just general crafts stuff. Hobbies. Uh, and uh, the best way to describe it is that if he was... If if he was doing for crafting what Bob Ross Bob Ross does for painting. Bob Ross did for painting Bob, Bob Ross, <laughs> uh, but Bob Ross did yes. for painting, um, but in kind of a southern gen- genteel way. Well, I do very, declare. Oh no! Yeah, in a is... very kind of like soft, like oh, you just put this. She went working with this kind of plastic. You want to put gloves on? Like right here. You see right there, right there? Yeah. It's just really calming. It's almost ASMR. Yeah. And he also has very good life advice once in a while. Mm-hmm. He's a very cool guy, and like I watched him because I was looking at customizing some figures. I bought this guy so I can make him into Sneak Eyes, and then this guy so I can make him in Storm Shadow, and this guy is already Strider from the video games.
0: <laughs> so you can make him into Ryu from the video games.
2: Yeah. Um, so I was looking at his custom uh, figure stuff, and uh, I got I got hooked.
1: Yeah, it's it's great.
2: Like <laughs> he's, he's funny, yeah, and calming. To the point where I can't listen to him at work because I want to fall asleep.
1: He's that calming. Like, he's so (laughs) soothing. Like, and he's never, yeah, he never raises his voice. Like, it's always even keel. Yeah, it's
0: pretty cool. (coughs) One I've enjoyed that's a generally positive good thing. I watch a lot of Babish, you know, of binging with... Real good cooking type of stuff. It's given us some good ideas. Plus, also, he will show when he fucks up on cooking something. And it's kind of fun when he shows, like, you know, so I decided to deviate from the recipe because you can't make it how it was shown. But deviate by adding this one thing. And, well, we'll get back to that. (coughs) Let's just say don't do that. So then he'll go through and he shows like, yeah, and so the souffle I made turned into a puddle of goo. Now let's go back to that one step and do it correctly.
1: Yeah, he's really good about explaining everything, honestly. Like, it's cool because you actually can learn how to do this stuff by watching his streams. Like what, you know, simple techniques you can do to do the things that he does. uh, oh, excuse me. All right, let's wrap it up.
0: There's also another real good one. I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's all cooking from, like, the 1800s or the uh, 18th century. So, like, 1700s cooking. And it's really interesting seeing all of these authentic recipes made with, like, a campfire or made with the actual, like, well, it's 18th like 18th century oven. It's like
1: I remember the, the Alan Brown episode where he showed you how to cook with the, the Dutch oven, like the camp stove on a campfire he's like hey you want to make a complete dinner here we're gonna go through all the courses and i'm gonna show you how to do it with this one pot slash pan so
0: now watching some of those like like just old school i guess you could say cooking shows it's kind of interesting especially seeing like where recipes have evolved or where some branches of recipe evolution died because there's some of these like we saw some recipes where it's like that sounds really fucking good and they do not make that at all anymore Mm -hmm.
1: Kevin, let's finish it up. What are you going to play this week? What's on your doc, your gaming agenda? I'm going to do Celeste.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm. I got a lot of Celeste. Sure. I took a lot of Celeste. Sounds good. So much Celeste. Dan, it's a hard
2: game. Uh, probably try to control. Yeah. That's, I'm still trying to make a decision whether or not I'll buy that Anthem
0: or wait for Beyonce. So I, I want to play the Monkey Man's. <laughs> I have a feeling you should wait for it be on sale because. Like, I really want to play that game as well, and I keep thinking, the one problem, I will... After reading Patrick Klepek's review of it, it's like, yeah, I'm probably going to get sick of it after, like, an hour. Yeah. But it'll be the best hour. That hour will be great. I wanna Is be- it on Steam? Because you can buy it on Steam, then oh, get a yeah, refund. Oh,
1: I also want to finish Control oh. because there is... That's why
0: fuck the Epic Store.
1: Because there are two games coming out this next week. One on Thursday and one on Friday mm. that are, like,
0: is potentially... Is that Friday?
1: That's Friday. Oh, shit. Yeah. Zelda Link's Awakening okay out on Friday on the Switch.
0: I know what I'm doing this week.
1: Yeah. Um, but the day before is a game that I played... I saw the trailer for at E3, I think, is when it debuted. Um, but also, I got to play it at PAX... And I was charmed uh, completely by it. It's a game called Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I've described. I have come up with the description. It is a rhythm based runner style game. It has a really beautiful aesthetic, and the soundtrack is excellent. The first (laughs) song that you play in the first level is Claire de Lune, um, but it's really well done. Um, If you haven't seen the trailer, I would highly recommend looking it up. Uh, but it's very stylized. It's It looks really fun and really cool. And I enjoyed the hell out of it at PAX so much that I played it two times, went through the demo twice.
0: So runners are coming back because after uh, BitTrip presents Runner 2... They all kind of went to shit. So the
1: the running part of it is that you're <laughs> always moving forward with it. The rhythm part is actually happening during those levels. So there are button presses that you do to do to dodge and do attacks in time with what's going on. So, Which is what Runner Two. Yeah, it's it's very good and it's not super harsh when you die so like if you hit something and you like you stop your progress it loads you up maybe two seconds behind it and then you keep going so that might have just been the demo i'm not 100% sure but like i said the aesthetic and the soundtrack alone made me want this game immensely and inferna's putting that up by the way
0: if if only they could have if they have charles Martinet show up
1: all right folks thank you so much for listening gentlemen always a pleasure uh maybe we should do this again next week i don't know how you feeling yeah are we are we, in, I don't know about that. are we in the we're in the, the cold mm. grip of fall at this point. It was very weird again because it doesn't always happen, but there have been several years in the Seattle <coughs> area where you get right past Labor Day and the weather makes that hard shift where it seems like this year it did that where it went, okay, <coughs> summer is quote unquote over.
0: Although it's, it did that also in August as well. Like we had those random you know what, it's just going fucking poor.
1: Yes, but it literally, we would get, you would see the, I would look at my phone for the week out weather reports, and even when I saw that, there would be clear and sunny and 80 degrees, like maybe two days later at the most. Now, you're just looking at that calendar, and it's like, it's mid-60s, and we've been hanging, we've been
0: hanging 70s every day. uh,
1: Here and there, but like I said, it is the, it is the rainy, muggy portion of the year, and it has turned, so...
0: Plus, also, who knows what the weather will do? Because, I mean, the hottest days we've had this year were in April when we're hitting the 90s. Because, what the fuck? I can say what? Climate change.
1: It's not real. Trump's not real. Huh? Yeah. All
0: right. Okay, you uh, know what fucking sucks global, with this weather? What well, sucks? So, last Saturday was the craziest fucking lightning storm I have seen in my entire life.
1: It was a pretty, pretty <laughs> crazy. Thing. You, summer child. Yeah, we're we're white. We we grew up on the mainland. I don't. I can't also it to Dan's We had
0: typhoons. We had somewhere around twenty six thousand lightning strikes in like a three hour span in the region.
2: I had a plane delay because of
1: a typhoon. Oh, yeah. No, you Dan had a ty- Dan dealt with a typhoon coming back from the Philippines. I, have, I flew through a lightning yeah. storm once.
0: There was one point where the sky did not stop being lit up for thirty straight minutes. My dogs do not mind thunder they do not mind like fireworks bear started shaking like the world was ending cuz our house didn't stop shaking like most of the lightning was in the Federal Way area, which was fucking insane. We had,
1: the, the, <clears throat> the last little bit we had, was it Thursday night?
0: Oh, Thursday like, was crazy, uh, too.
1: Like, it was, here, it was it was the, the loudest I think I've ever heard it get here.
0: We had one of them on Saturday, where I was looking out my, my back deck. I was looking out, and so I see a flash, and I get ready to go, Oh, shit, this will be big. Instead, all I get is, Oh, and... It was right across street. Like, everything is shaking. Then at one point, we had hail about the size of marbles, but also is pouring giant drops of water at the same time. I was in some of that, where it's like the water itself was warm enough where I'd call it a nice shower. Like, that's temperature I set my shower to. And meanwhile, ice is pelting me in it. It was fucking insane. But the worst part, my CenturyLink modem takes... Five minutes to reboot if it loses power. We had the power flicker. You know how sometimes power will flicker and not everything goes out, just the lights flicker, and maybe, oh, my computer shut down. Or the TV turned off. Nothing went out in our house except the modem, and it did that every six fucking minutes. So we had nothing we could do except watch, like, Roku. Watch some Netflix or YouTube. And so it's like, all right, put on a show, hit play, and okay, Internet is out. Wait for five minutes. Okay, hit play, and we get about thirty seconds in, and internet's out. It's fucking the worst.
1: It I sucked. was making a bowl of ice cream and that 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 weekend night, uh, and the power cut out for a good twenty-five seconds. And I had the I had a stark realization. I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do with my life if I don't have the internet? Just go to sleep. Yeah.
0: What do I do without internet and power? Just go directly it's, to sleep. It's how did they do that back in the prairie days? That's
1: where <laughs> your brain supplies the entertainment. That was what Dan, Dan was commenting on in Mine Hunter when one of the characters got missed his flight at the airport and was went when is the next flight? And the, the stewardess or the flight attendant at the front there went, "Oh, we've got another flight at at eight thirty a.m. tomorrow or six thirty a.m." And he was like, "Well, okay," and then just sat down and you knew he was going to spend the next twelve hours <laughs> in that airport yeah. staring at the wall.
0: When you don't have, like, entertainment. I don't know how they did it.
1: Uh, they made a sterner stuff.
0: Is that when you start, like, a campfire and you get people around it to tell stories? Yes.
1: And they're all racist because they're all camp stories.
0: Not all. Almost all. One of them just the rambling that you're not sure I don't think is racist? I don't think he's not schizophrenic? Mm-hmm. I don't know what just happened? Uh,
1: you're as
0: much muffin as I want. Oh, then I'm gonna bring on, go boom, and then I'm get on down on Terry Burgard. Dr. Pepper. Terry Burgard. Huh. Terry Burgard. All right. Dingel
1: boom. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Dan. Bye,
0: everybody. Dingle, Say bye, Dan. Say Bye. 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 Dingel Sayonara. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: bye. Terry Burgard.